Hi everybody! Hello! Hello! Welcome to uh, yet another edition of Be Something Heavy Casts. Um, yeah, I, we're doing this regularly now. I know, it's crazy. Right? It's like, on time. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I'm Robert. I'm Becca. I'm Chris. And uh, we, here, we, we discuss things with uh, in, an intelligence and a wit not often found outside of the internet. <laughs> so, yes. But often found on the internet, which is where we are. It's filthy with it. Well, we're from the internet. Do you know what uh, I mean? Like, some people are from, like, oh, I'm from Sweden, or I'm from Tokyo. No, I'm from the internet. I'll go ahead and go with that. Just because I remember, like, like the internet when it was, you know, just, you had, like, a you know, a little modem that made a lot of noise. And yeah. You're like, I'm going to go in an AOL chat room and see what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I once went into an AOL chat room and I pretended to be Silent Bob. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> Actually, my favorite thing was, is I used to play Unreal Tournament online. Mm -hmm. And the way that game was, is like, it didn't have its own dedicated servers. And so people would make their own. And there was like this rash of like, of servers that, like the, the name of the server was both homophobic and sexist. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, it's like, you know, kill a bunch of dudes, clan, no homos or ladies, or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, but in, sir, that's pretty homo. <laughs> yeah, and then it's so like I'd, the I'd make my character a pink robot, <laughs> and then I'd go in their server and name it uh, Mrs. Queerbot. <laughs> and then they're, they're... everyone just gang up on me, but I played it well enough that yeah. a lot of times they just get angry and shut their server down. And I felt like... Just like a little, a little victory. Little, little victory. I like that. Yeah. Um, I never, I was never able to play games online against people because um, I was poor, and so I couldn't afford that kind of stuff. Like when, when I remember when Doom came out, I had the shareware version. I was like, I'm a hacker, and, um, <laughs> and then, like the real version came out. I was like, oh, I can't. I'm gonna find something else to do. It'll make me cool. <laughs> Still looking. I actually mailed off, because it was the only way you could do it, I mailed off for my full copy of Doom. Mm -hmm. And, like, I guess I was one of the first people that bought it. And so they sent me a t-shirt and everything, all kinds of stuff. So, like, thanks for buying our game over the mail. And, like, discs came in the mail. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I like to think that, you know, like, uh, fucking what's his name, Romero, like, actually addressed it. <laughs> by hand? By hand. Because it, it was, it was addressed by hand. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I never did that. <coughs> um, yep, back in the days when you had to mail off for your software. I just remember buying all the, like, whenever I got a new video game when I was a kid, because shockingly I was fat yeah. and lonely, um, <laughs> and uh, I would buy them from the discount bin, mm -hmm. and so it was never the game you wanted. <laughs> it was like Art of Fighting, mm -hmm. which is the hardest goddamn fighting game ever made. <laughs> it really was, okay? Or it'd be like Final Fight, but it'd be mm -hmm. the version with Guy. Instead of Cody, so the the cartridge was orange. You know what I mean? Do you, yeah. do you ever see that? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really cool. Yeah, I trust you. <laughs> You'll take my word for it. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for deferring to my expertise. No problem. <laughs> she kind of she goes glassy eyed once we talk about like no video I games just... in the old in no the, like, the no old days. oh my god I'm a, I'm not that jeez. I grew up at the same time the internet was growing up, so I understand that things weren't always like this, you know? Well, it was funny because I, it was 
thinking about how great everything is. I was driving home the other day, listening to my headphones on the fruit, which is like the most idiotic thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And I got pissed off because the song I was listening to on YouTube cut out. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, my goddamn magic computer isn't pulling my song out of the sky. Play now. <laughs> and then I was, I was like, I'm such a cunt. <laughs> like, well, everything's great and I'm miserable. I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> Well, Captain America's real now, and I'm not happy. <laughs> so, actually, I wanted to talk to you, but it's more video game talk. I'm sorry, but no, I, I, I have to ask him because I've, I've been doing a bit of uh, reading, okay, with my eyeballs on the yeah. internet about uh, people are really loving the new um, uh, Destiny expansion, the Taken King. That's what I've heard. Yeah. For some, I've seen people think like this fixes everything totally worth it and i'm like holy shit dude because you went from one day where people hated the game and the next day everyone's like this is, this is exactly what we've been waiting for like uh yeah okay. that, that's what i've heard too i haven't played it myself but i heard that uh it's it's basically like the game that everybody thought was going to come out mm-hmm. last year and then they just added all that stuff in <laughs> like with this expansion do you think it was a case of like the developers listening to the audience and saying oh okay this is what they want and then doing that this is this is rare for me to say, but I, yeah, I think so. Really? Because it's Bungie. Yes. And Bungie's like, they know what they're doing, and and they've always been like that. They like listen to their customers and yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm a huge Halo fan, mm-hmm. and they're really starting to do really cool commercials for Halo Five. Yeah. And there's one where um, Master Chief is the main character. He's the big guy in the green armor. Mm-hmm. Hey, she knew. She knew. <laughs> um, and they're talking about it's like a news report uh-huh. that sent me your twenty five. Liberty Flurb, um, and that he died in combat, and like people are just like devastated, and like they're like really broken up about him. I was like, this, I love the marketing that they do for the Halo games, where it's like it's in universe. Mm-hmm. It's not like this game was given five stars by these bunch of fuckos. Like I don't know those guys, I don't care what they think. <laughs> but then like it's it's all set within the Halo universe, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. I love their marketing. I wish they would do that for Destiny, not where it's like a bunch of dudes goofing on each other. Yeah. But it's like, hey, your stupid hunter is not as strong as mine. Murgaflurg, and I'm gonna go and do this thing. So, yeah, whatever. If it were in the, if it were in universe, I think that'd be really great. Yeah, that's but, what I mean. Yeah, Halo is entirely done by Microsoft now. Which I think was actually a smart move because I really enjoyed Halo Four. I haven't played it. I think you should. I think you should as well. You don't strike me as the video game type though. I played Halo One once, mm-hmm. maybe twice. Uh, yeah. I had a uh, GameCube. Okay. And a PlayStation Two. Okay. Right. Sure. I don't remember how old I would have been. I, anyway, that was about the extent of it. Okay. And a Game Boy Advance. That was it. Uh, that was my video gaming experience. And I would get bored and just throw it, and then I'd be done for the day. So I wouldn't get bored. I'd get frustrated, and then I whip the controller into the wall. You know, shatter into oh, a million bluey pieces. And I'm like, Mom, we have to go to Best Buy. <laughs> so why am I okay, broke I the fucking controller? Actually, throw it. But I understand. It it gets frustrating because you like want to pass this freaking level, and you've played it 800 times, mm-hmm. and you're 15 years old, and you're angry about everything, and then you throw your controller. It's cool. Just different things. It, because you'd get to the boss, and then you'd have him just about defeated, and then I don't know where he'd pull, like, his atom bomb attack, like his level <laughs> 3 special, and he'd wipe you off one hit. You're like, what the fuck? I never did that. 
No, oh, I didn't. But see, I always had, I always put it in my brain that like no matter what, no matter how difficult a boss was, no matter how much I hated them, I had the final solution, and that was the power button. <laughs> like I can hit power, and that kills him and everyone else. <laughs> so, Done. <laughs> Until I'm ready to tackle it again. See, I couldn't do. So, like I feel like I have like like it's like a god. I could like bring him back. All right, let's try this again. Are you gonna maybe, behave? Maybe, yeah, do you behave a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Before you like flood the world again? Yeah. Do <laughs> you remember what happened last time? <laughs> I see. I, sometimes I wish that like inanimate objects could feel pain. Like sometimes when my computer's being like such a bitch, I just want to jam a screwdriver into it, and I want it to scream and be like, "Oh, stop! Well, you gonna you gonna fucking behave? You gonna behave? All right, then knock it off." <laughs> oh my god. I just I I know it's completely like insane and like disturbing. No, it's it's it is those two things. Yeah, it is. I just I wish they could it could just at least listen to reason. <laughs> no, because then if it can listen to reason, it means it's like self aware, and at that point I'm leaving, I'm fucking going somewhere in the yeah. ocean. I'll get to the ocean too. <laughs> I don't, I'm gonna find something. Well, now you can go to Mars. Cause there's water on Mars. Oh. Okay. Actual flowing water on yeah, the surface. Yeah, I saw that. Can I ask a question? Yes. How do they know it's water? What do you think? Versus what? I don't know, maybe some kind of Martian liquid that we're not familiar with. Well, but don't they... You know, haven't I they, that. That's pretty clever. Uh, don't they test it, though, in the... With the rover? Yes. Um, I, I know they test some things in the <laughs> rover itself. I suppose they could, but I don't know. I'm sure, like, he could scoop it up. Wally could scoop it up and be like, oh, yeah, it sure is water. And then, okay, all right. Um, but here's my question. You know all those selfie pictures that he takes? Okay, mm-hmm. how? Because it's not holding it out. Because if you look at those selfie pictures, it's just, it's the it's the rover. It's not holding the camera up or anything like that. How do you know there isn't like a, because you can, you can take a selfie and like get your arm in it. No, they show all of them though. That's where my conspiracy theory brain kicks in. I'm like, that's fucking bullshit, man. There's something else up there. They're just not talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe space is scared. It could be it. Infowars.com. No, I I try to listen to like do I listen to No, you know the thing is is that like out of all things, I could probably get behind some of the space conspiracy stuff. Like that see I, I when they said that there was like a big announcement about Mars, I thought they were gonna say like we found preliminary evidence that there was at one time a civilization on Mars. We'll get there. That would have been so much more exciting. And see it, the, it would the have internet would every computer would have been like, <laughs> the internet would have exploded. Wouldn't it have been great? Oh, I would have been way too excited. But I don't think they would have done a nice announcement. That would have been like, it would have leaked and the internet would have broken. I think they would have cut into like the fucking Super Bowl. Like, like something <laughs> huge. I mean like, oh, hey, guess what, dude? We Yeah, there's life up there. there. There was at one point. We don't know what the fuck happened, but we found structure. <laughs> like, we are not alone. That would be the most exciting thing I could possibly imagine, honestly. That would have been pretty cool. I mean, like, how advanced were they, though? You know? Did they see life throughout the galaxies? Are we having an actual conversation about the Martians? I do believe in extraterrestrial <laughs> life, yes. I do too, but I don't think it's on Mars. I, I think there might at one time have been a civilization mm, on Mars, but I there's no evidence for that. So it's possible, but not likely. I have a feeling it's in another galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. A That's, long time ago. No, in a galaxy far, far away. I think a very long time ago. 
not too far, far away. But maybe not a long time ago. Maybe right now. I'm hoping right now. I, <laughs> no I, contact. There's the, <laughs> and, the, uh, the Fermi paradox, which basically it's like a mathematical equation for predicting like the likelihood of extraterrestrial civilizations outside of our galaxy. And like I guess like the further away you go, the greater the chances become, or, or vice versa or something like that. Like the further you go, like the less chances become. I'm like, look, there's like a hundred bajillion galaxies out there in the, in the vast expanse of the universe. Like, surely there's at least one advanced intelligent civilization out there. That's what I think too. There has yeah. to be. Yeah, there's the universe is too expansive. Like it's just too large. I don't like the theory of that. Like you know, we're a one in a trillion anomaly. I don't either. I like, don't like that like, one that's either. It. Like, we're, like, like, we're just like, we just... But then <clears> what's the point of everything the else? Right. That's I had a little bit out. of an existential crisis on uh, Sunday when the eclipse was happening. Or the red moon, I mean. Yeah, it was like an eclipse. Why did you have an existential crisis? Because I was like, oh my god. What is this life we're living? There's such an expansive sky out there and... Are we the only ones here? Or if we are, that's insane. There's so much out there. It just feels wrong that all this space would be wasted. And why can't we see further than just right here where we are? I don't know. But there's also, like, people aren't going to pay for NASA to figure all this out because they say mm-hmm. we have real problems here on Earth or whatever. Well, we do. We got tons of them. No, I, I'm joking. Because no, we okay. have a trillion problems here on Earth. So I understand. It's just, once we get a little excess money, which will never happen, we should go exploring it. I'm, I'm totally down for, like, paying a little extra taxes to fund NASA. <laughs> I am well, too. Are you guys going to build a starship? Yeah, here's a 20. It started. <laughs> um, go ahead and tap my paycheck, do a direct withdrawal, and we'll just go from there. Fantastic. All right, here we go. Yeah. I'd be no, I'm, I would love for them to... Build a starship, and they're like, "Hey, we're building a fucking yeah, a Dyson. Uh, what's it called? What's, what's the Dyson sphere? What's it called? Every so often, I get this wild hair at my ass, and I look up like extra, like out, like you know, extraterrestrial mega structures, <laughs> like on uh, Elysium, mm-hmm. that big thing that they built, you know, for all the rich people. Uh, yeah. I think it's called the Dyson sphere or something like that. And basically, it's just like a self-contained artificial megastructure out in space like in orbit of the moon or in the orbit of the earth mm-hmm. like, that can sustain life it has its own atmosphere and shit like that Cause just because of the size of it mm-hmm. it would have its own atmosphere okay and i'm like why can't we build that <laughs> we have the technology i know we do i guess it that at that point i would have to say too like that seems a little bit extreme because we have a lot of actual issues in the world we do but I want to go to space. Yeah, I do too. Don't get me wrong. I do too. I mean, I, fun, guys. I'd rather oh go to space God. than in the fucking ocean. We've had this discussion. Yeah, we've had this discussion. I'm scared of space. I'm fucking really? terrified of the ocean. I kind of am too. Which is completely stupid and no, not legitimate. Uh-huh. Nope. Have you seen what's in the ocean? I know what's in the ocean. Yeah. Fucking monsters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Have you seen the inside of a leatherback turtle's mouth? It's all full of teeth and shit. Yeah, but I think... But, like, at weird angles, it's all gang, gang, gang. They're all in for themselves, man. There's no order. It's all chaos. And then, like, squids, okay, or octopi, we might be octopi, the suckers, they're not just suckers. Yeah. They have, like, little teeth and, like, razor-sharp shit in them. So when they suck onto you, it's, like, ripping you apart at the same time. Hey, fuck you, ocean. No. <laughs> I'm gonna throw fire at it. Oh. Did you know the Roman Emperor Nero, who was crazy, <laughs> once declared war on Poseidon? And so he had his soldiers run into the beach, onto the water, and start stabbing the ocean. Mm-hmm. 
Is that something you would do? <laughs> for what? For, I, well, first yeah, of he, all, like, even set himself up like a throne on the beach. And he just sat there and watched. I I don't know if he stood there. He was like, yeah, it's he, yeah, you show him. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but it's just like you know, it was a Nero. Yeah, no, he did. Fucking Nero, Nero, Nero was insane. He's like, today we're attacking the ocean. Let's go, guys. His generals are all. What? <laughs> okay. This is an easy day. Fighting Poseidon. All right, my lord. I'm sure give it into the ocean. And he's like, I don't fucking know, Frank. Just get your spear. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I would go into space in a heartbeat. Nope. I would too. Before I would go into the ocean. <laughs> You've never been in the ocean? Oh, I've been in the ocean. I've been in both the Atlantic and the Pacific. But from the beach, where I can see land. Oh, you mean just like out in the middle of the ocean? Oh, fuck no! Like those those lunatics that go work on oil rigs and shit like that out there. Fuck that! First of all, quit raping the earth. Second of all, if something goes tits up, you're done. Like you're gonna jump into the water. I'm like that's where the monsters are. There's sharks. There's barracudas. There's squid and octopi. We have discussed. Dude, you, can, you can go. You can go work on like a fishing boat for like three months. Make like ten grand. You have fun. Let me know how it goes. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go into space and I'm going to discover things that have never been discovered before. Okay. Have fun with that. I saw Interstellar. Fuck that shit. It's a whole relativistic time travel thing that gets me. Yeah, where it's like it's... we're moving at, you know, time's moving much faster oh, than in space. Oh, yeah. Like, that's my... so confusing. Yeah, see, I'll be like, look, don't tell me the science of it. Just put me in stasis. So make me go to cryo sleep and then we'll I'm still conf- wake me up when the super soldier program is real. I'm so confused about how the whole time thing works outside of our own atmosphere. And it's, like, it's very confusing. And men who are much, much, much smarter than me. I like tried to read about it, and then I was still confused. So. I, I tried to look up the science behind it. <laughs> I was, it's all bit in my ear. <laughs> nope. I'm all Roseanne it is. <laughs> I like Roseanne. It's just it's relativistic. It's just... You're moving so fast that time goes slower. For us. For the people in... Okay, for, for do we want to do this? Yeah, yeah, because if you can explain it, I'd love it. So, for the people that are moving faster through space, time is moving slower. Because but, they're not in their own 24-hour period. Like, and, here's the Earth spinning, and if they're going away from that, mm-hmm. and they're going however fast, even though the Earth is still spinning, no matter what day it is here... <laughs> their day is still going to be just however fast they're moving, right? Like, yeah, away from it, that? It doesn't even necessarily be away. They've actually tested it. So they, they put a guy in, like, a, a jet, and then they have, like, two clocks synchronized, mm-hmm. and one stays on the ground, and the other one goes in the plane with him. And when he lands, he goes, like, super, super fast. And then when he lands, his his clock is actually behind the clock that stayed on the ground. So he technically traveled backwards through time. Yeah. It's one of those things I can just, like, think of in my head, and I just have to understand it there, and just try not to think about it too much, or try and explain it, or then it all It's one of those erupts. things that I just have to accept. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just like... <laughs> just like black okay. hole theories are one of those things that I just accept as as things, and move on to my life, because I never understand I would just love to have that conversation with, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson or, or Michio Kaku or one of those guys. I'm like, explain that to me. And then after they go on this, like, 20-minute, like, really concise, like, brilliant lecture, I'm like, okay, dumb that down, and again. 
Yeah, but you don't want, like, the smartest people in the world trying to explain stuff to you. It doesn't make sense. Like, they don't make... People who are super (laughs) smart don't make sense. They write theories, and then the people who are slightly dumber than them dumb it down for the rest of us normal people. See, but I think that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson's for, though. Like, that's why he's so popular. He makes it relatable to the common man. Yeah, he's able to explain the stuff. Well... That's great, but still, like his his dumbed down explanation. Still, I would just be in the audience like oh, totally. <laughs> no, like do you know how they have clips notes for like really long books and like plays and shit? Mm-hmm. Do they have those for science? Yeah, I think they actually do have like cliff notes where it's like, hey dummy, sit down. I'm gonna teach you about the music of the spheres. I'm like cool, and it's like guess what? So this is how time travel in theory would work. This is how interstellar travel in theory would work. Awesome. I don't think time travel can happen. I don't want you to say that because... I'm sorry. I, I want to live in such a fantastical world that's never going to exist. Like, I have a six-year-old <laughs> brain. I'm like, make the thing I like be here now! Time travel is one of those, like, I can deal with... I think that there's a very serious potential that, uh... That different... Oh my god, what is that? <laughs> when you move... From one place to another, and your particles disintegrate. And teleportation? Then, thank you. Teleportation. I think teleportation, in theory, could work. I don't think time travel in theory could work. Teleportation has worked. They've, been, they've managed to teleport particles. Particles. And it's actually quantum teleportation. From literally one warehouse to, like, 150 meters to another. Like, literally, they've done it. The but bump, it's... But it's, you have to disassemble everything. Right. And, and then, then put re- it back together, and that's the problem. Yeah. Because then that's when you make Brundle fly. You saw the fly, right? No. With Jeff Goldblum. He builds teleportation pods, and he gets into one, and it works. The problem is, is when he teleports, he gets, he gets, there was a fly, a house fly, in the pod with him, and when he rematerial, he, like, literally disassembles his molecules, shoots them through the air all kablooey, and then they land in the other pod, and then when it comes back together, it fuses him with the fly. Oh, God. So he starts to develop things, and, like, he gets, like, superhuman strength, but then he's, like, peeling off his fingernails and his, he keeps his dick in a jar remember that because it comes off yeah and then he starts and then he starts spitting on people and they like disagree he like that's how he eats his food is like he gets like i forget gina davis brings him something and he's all and he throws up all over so he can eat it and then he sees that he grows right he's like oh i'm sorry it's a really good movie oh uh, no that's one i don't need to see. no actually you do need to no see it. i don't it's a really good movie it. i am not i think you should watch it i really of all things no it's it's, it's cronenberg that's body horror. Yeah. Yeah, which is like my least favorite. See, my problem with Cronenberg is that it, it's like, like the body horror stuff's alright, mm-hmm. but he's also really like perverse, and so like kind of mixed together. It's just you like any movie that he's put out. I'm just like, Ugh. like mm-hmm. I just don't feel good afterwards. I don't want that experience. Like Videodrome. Videodrome isn't as good as everyone thinks it is. It's not at all. Cronenberg movies aren't as good as people think they are. Uh, his, well, that's not true, because I, I do love History of Violence. I think Eastern Promises is an amazing movie. Um, even the naked fight scene where Viggo Mortensen's cock and balls are slapping all over the place when he's fighting two dudes to the death, <laughs> and I'm just like, why am I focusing on that part? I should look at the other things that are happening. Like, well, this, movie, this movie's alright, because it's not like... It's not traditional Cronenberg. It's not what you'd expect. Yeah. Whereas, We're kind of like, violent, but... Other than that. Who gives a shit? 
It's just violence. Everything. You've seen Ichi the Killer. You've seen oh Gozu. God. You've seen Audition. Like, that's some violence. Some guy gets his nose caved in. You need to see Eastern Promises. I feel like I need to not see a lot of things. No. Well, yes. <laughs> but Eastern Promises and History of Violence. History of Violence especially. Okay, is so, yeah. Those are all movies I've heard extensively about. And, Becca, you should watch them. And now I'm sort of realizing why I haven't. They just sound really overly violent. It's no, but it's not is it violence. violence for the sake of violence, or does it actually have a? It's actually, if you, in my opinion, a history of violence is actually a very anti-violence movie, because mm-hmm. all it shows is that eventually it will cost you everything. Okay, I could watch that. But then you should it only. Also... It only really has that one scene of just like. Yeah. yeah, there's really only one. There's. It. I think that's what's jarring about that movie is that the violence comes. In very sporadic bursts, so where you're kind of you're like ah, like oh shit, they're fighting. Whereas in a movie like say Hard Boiled, the last forty five minutes is one huge gunfight, yeah. and it is glorious. I've always wanted to to, well not really because I probably get killed, but I was like you know <laughs> that scene where um, Tony Leung and Mad Dog are running on either side of the the wall just firing at each other like. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to do that in a movie like in the grocery store. Like, have you guys running alongside, like, you know, side, like, down on opposite sides of an aisle, firing at each other through the, the aisle so that, you know, canola oil goes flying and, like, Rice Krispies, you're dead. Wouldn't that be great? That would be pretty good. And then the winner comes out sliding, he's all, boom, 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 and kills the one guy. And he goes falling into the meat case. That's how I see it happening in my brain. Okay. Didn't that happen in, uh, Hot Fuzz? Um, not really. You're talking about the supermarket shooter at the end. It, no, nobody got... You know what's funny? They don't kill anybody. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. they don't kill a single person. Everybody just gets wounded. Yeah. It's because at the end, at the end they show they're all there. They're getting shots. arrested, yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. I really don't remember that movie. Have you seen one. Shaun of the Dead? No. I've only seen Hot Fuzz and then the other one that I hated. The World's End? Yeah. Why did you hate The World's End? I hated The World's End. It just felt... I don't know, Hot Fuzz was so good, and then that one was so not You know what's funny is I didn't like Hot Fuzz when I first saw it. And in subsequent viewings, I've come to realize the brilliance of it. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I just, The World's End was this sort of... The thing I didn't like about The World's End is that everybody just knew how to fight. I think that was the thing I liked the most about it. But, but, and it was just Nick really Frost. Just for no reason, everyone just knows Kung Fu. And like, not, but everyone's doing like fucking pro wrestling moves. Like, Nick Frost is suplexing people. I'm like, oh, he, oh, he learned how to fight from John Cena. That's great. You know what's sad is I find myself watching wrestling again. You're like, I know, pretty dumb. Why? I, I don't know, because it, it it reminds me of a simpler time. <laughs> okay. During my my misbegotten youth, I watched a lot of professional wrestling. Like I watched during the Attitude Era. I feel like that was like, much more popular when I was younger. Like I feel like yeah, wrestling has lost its popularity since like the late 90s or 2000s. I would attribute that mostly to the ex- explosion of mixed martial arts like the UFC and Bellator, World Series of Fighting, stuff like that. Um, which is my number one sport. I, my DVR, <laughs> it's so dumb, I looked at it this morning. It's like, kids shows, HGTV, nothing but fighting. <laughs> I'm like, they're gonna, the government's going to put me on a list. A really bad one. Um, but, like, I watched it during the Attitude Era when it was, like, Shawn Michaels and, you know, to Generation X and Steve Austin, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. It's like, that where it was, like, 
and the big thing of that was like fighting back against Mr. McMahon, who like the authority of the main boss, and that's it. Kind of like everybody was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna stand up to my boss or my principal." No, you're not. <laughs> you're gonna watch them and live vicariously through them. That's what you're gonna do. So leave them and watch wrestling. And um, it's gotten pretty bad. Like yeah. the moves, they don't even sell them anymore. Like a clothesline or a hip toss, like no. But well, I think it's because now there's no question like, that it's like, absolutely fake. Oh yeah, yeah that's. Because I remember when I was a little kid. You know, it was like Hulk Hogan and like Jake Snake. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. And, uh, Ravishing Rick Rude, Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Sanders. Man. Like, in every kid's mind, it was like, this might be real. Yeah. Like, I even thought it was like, because my sister was always like, this is so dumb, it's fake. And you're like, like, you're fake. Yeah, you're stupid. I was like that, have you seen that one video of the guy, uh, like, interview like asking a question or something and like uh he's like it's still real to me and he starts yeah. crying and shit the best yeah. part of that is he's like it's still real to me damn it and some other fan comes in to hug him and the wrestler he's like yeah all right just take it easy man <laughs> like just calm down brother <laughs> that's part of it like even the wrestler was like what's the fuck is wrong with you yeah but like i remember watching like uh the hardy boys and edge and christian like they used to do like a, a tlc match with just tables ladders and chairs like, you're allowed to use all of those things. And, of course, like, you know, you're not really taking a chair shot. And, but, like, there'd be times when they're on, like, a 30-foot ladder and one of these fucking lunatics would do a somersault off of it and crash into another guy on the table. And, of course, that's how he's surviving the fall is that other guy's helping him take the brunt of it. But still, it's, like, the balls it takes to... And that ladder's in the ring. I mean, you're still getting hurt. Oh, yeah, Whether sure. or not... Well... <laughs> because it's not real. You're still getting hurt. And you sure. still have to be in incredible shape to do this stuff. I mean, you can't... That was always my thing, because my, my dad and my brothers are all into football. And when I was a kid, you know, I was like, well, I like wrestling. And my dad would be like, it's, that's the dumbest thing. Like, I wish you were into anything else. Because <laughs> I prefer you were, you danced. Nonstop. You were just footloose and across the house. I'd prefer that. Well, it's because wrestling is, is like the perfect sport for nerds. Because it's not, because it's people doing things that people can't do. It's a live action. Is that? But then, and yeah, and it, but then it has these storylines and all these mm-hmm. like oh, goofy okay. characters. You know, it's like it's, it's like a superhero show where like it, it is. It's a live action like, comic book. That's how I always described it. But yeah. you have to admit they're incredible athletes. Yeah, they their have cardio to be. is off the chart. Yeah. Like it's insane. I, I mean, I'll admit, like I don't watch it really. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just kind of scanning around or I see something with Rey Mysterio, I'm like I'm watching that. I did catch mm-hmm. some um, lucha libre Mexican wrestling the other day. For some reason, I was looking at the show on Saturday. I was like, all right, I'll watch this. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, like, you know, jumping out of the ring, flying 25 feet, spinning, and, like, taking out nine dudes. I'm like, there's no rules. It's all just chaos. Hit somebody. <laughs> like, somebody, please. Yeah. Then the midgets come out. Yeah. Oh, I love me some midget wrestling. Good little dudes. This thing is over there. They take it so seriously. That's their national sport. It's like that in soccer. Yeah. Because, you know, it's... They take it very seriously, and like, like in grown Mexico, men will like point out like a lucha fighter and be like, "That's my hero," and he'll be completely one hundred percent sincere. Like, I look up to this up. guy. Yeah, and it's like if you lose your mask in a match, it's really fucking bad. Like yeah, it done, is like you're done. You're done. You're completely disgraced, and you're done as a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. You need to go wrestle in like Japan and have one of those crazy ass death matches. Do you remember? <laughs> this is more wrestling. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember being a kid and, like, hearing about, like, you know, the old Japanese death matches. Where it was, like, you know, like, the ropes were made out of barbed wire. And there was thumbtacks. Oh. And, like, they'd, they'd, like, hit each other with light tubes. 
Like, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, and literally, like, they would have tournaments like King of the Deathmatch, and you'd win, like, a giant trophy and, like, 30 bucks and a sandwich. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, I remember always hearing about Cactus Jack. And, like, how he was the king of the Japanese Deathmatch. He was, like, the scariest fucking wrestler that ever lived. Okay. But it was, it was Mick Foley. Oh, was it, it was Mick Mankind. Foley? It was Dude Love. And I remember being like, man, I got the fucking the Cactus Jack. Like, why would, why would he would do that? Who, like, in my brain compared, there was, like, this scary outlaw in wrestling. <laughs> I remember being like, this is so dumb. Like, why am I so into this? And then it was like, oh, it's Mankind. Everyone's like, yeah, that's Cactus Jack. I'm like, what? what? I do remember that one time when he uh, wrestled and they had, like, thumbtacks all over the ground. It was him and uh, The Undertaker. And he, yeah. Mankind brought, he wrestled as Mankind. He brought out a, a bag, like a sack full of thumbtacks. And the Undertaker and him, they, it was a steel cage match with thumbtacks and stuff. And so, like, I know. <laughs> I look at her face. But... I'm so anti-violence of any kind. And it's just, <laughs> just, just like... the look on her face. She's like, oh my god, I wish you were dead. <laughs> I don't wish you were dead. I just don't. How does this stuff exist? That's really the question. But go on. I'll tell you what. Because they got to the top of the cage, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the Undertaker, went, his finishing move was the choke slam. Okay. So he choke slams McFoley. Mankind onto the top of the cage. Well, the cage gives way. Mm-hmm. He plummets about 20 feet to the mat and he lands on the thumbtacks. And he hits and he just goes, ah! He sits up and they're all in his back. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh my god! <laughs> He's gonna die. But then it gets worse. No. So they, he climbs <laughs> back up on top of the cage. With all these things in his back. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Undertaker gets him and throws him off the top of the cage and he goes to the outside of the ring and he lands in an announce table. But the way he oh. landed, it just like, it caved in so that only his ass and feet were sticking out. <laughs> and he's like, oh, That's hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah, I remember like, in the, in, at the end of that, like they were interviewing him and he was like, yeah, check it out. And it was just like, showed his back and it was just covered in thumbtacks. He's, like, bleeding everywhere. There was only one time I I was watching wrestling. I was like, all right, this is going too far. I need to stop watching this. It was when he... It was actually... (laughs) But then I did. The (laughs) next day I did. Well, the next night was raw. There was more story. Well, I'd find out what happened. Yeah. So, uh, Mankind wrestled The Rock in an I Quit match. And, um, you know, the only way to win that match is to make your opponent say I quit. Which, you know, in wrestling parlance, that's, like, you know, impossible to do because their warriors will never quit. Well, The Rock just (laughs) hit... I swear to you, he hit Mick Foley with a chair... At least 20 times. And there were some where it's like, okay, ah, that was a shitty one. And the next one would be like, oh, crank! And it just bounced off his skull. And I was like, shit, that one was real. And after a while, you just get uncomfortable. Like, I'm watching someone get beaten half to death. This is not fun anymore. Yeah, well, that, was, that was like Mick Foley's thing, though. Like, he, would, he just, he just like, could take all that. And he would just tell them, he's like, just hit me for real, it's fine. Yes, which to his detriment, I think, in a few years. Well, actually, no, he's already in his 50s, and he's maintained a lot of his faculties. Not like Chris Benoit, who went insane and murdered his family. I was just saying, I met Jake the Snake last year, mm-hmm. and it was sad. Don't you think most of that's from the drugs? Might have been. Because he did all of them. Yeah. All the drugs. Yeah, there was like a shortage, and it was because of... Just... <laughs> 95% of the drugs were in Jake Snake Roberts. <laughs> yeah, he just like hobbles around everywhere and like can't hear anything he says, because it's all like... He's like, hey, yeah. That's horrible. Is he okay, still doing drugs? I hope not. No, he found um, Jesus. Did he? Do you remember Sting? I do. He's a devout Christian, like a devout evangelical Christian. Sting is. Sting is, and so is Shawn Michaels. Actually. I still love that little uh, the little video where he's like <clears throat> in the crowd, and then like he comes up and he like hits somebody with the chair, and then he put, he has a mask and he pulls it off, and it's, it's his same face. Yeah. It's like a Sting. He's wearing a Sting mask. <laughs> 
Because he just had this specific, you know, like... The crow. Makeup. Yeah, crow, basically. And so he's wearing the mask, because he takes it off, and it's him. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, I guess at some point during the late... Uh, maybe the late 90s. And he, he found Jesus under his bed. Hmm. And then um, he realized that Jesus saves. Hmm. So he became an evangelical Christian. Um, and then a few years after that, Shawn Michaels did as well. And I think they, they help a lot of wrestlers, which is actually kind of cool. They help a lot of wrestlers like with rehabilitation and stuff like that, and, like especially because a lot of them develop, as you would imagine, they develop severe addiction issues. Just because, like... Sure. It's just because it's there. They have the money. Well, it's that, but it's also they put their bodies literally through hell. Because, remember, mm-hmm. there's no off-season professional wrestling, and they're performing 300, maybe 350 nights a year. Where, like, they're taking bumps and getting hit with chairs and getting... What? Paid. How often do people... Because you have to understand, there's there's the weekly shows, which are Raw and, and um, SmackDown. Uh-huh. And then they have house shows certain nights of the week. Like, usually Thursday, Friday, maybe, you know, Monday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, something like that. And then they have the big pay-per-views, which are, every sun, which are on Sundays every month. They have one of those a month. So they're performing sometimes the big stars 300 nights a year. Okay, so they're literally putting their bodies through hell. So, and the only way that they can heal is by not performing. And by not performing, they're not earning any money. Or the other option is to inject cortisone into whatever's hurting, and that'll put away the pain for a few days. And so you continue to do insane shit, and you fuck up the injury even more. And then you need pills to deal with the pain. Only the pain doesn't really go away because it's chronic, because you keep doing the same shit over and over again. So you take more pills to deal with it. And so eventually, they're drug addicts. A good, a good percentage of them. And a lot of them tend to die very young. Because of steroid use. Because of And why use. would you put yourself through this? This is just like, I don't understand the point of... I, I don't know. Like, why... I should probably just... I've, both of my roommates are like MMA fighters. Mm-hmm. And the question that I have not asked, but I should ask, is why? Like, why choose... To put your body through this every day. Like, what is the... Like, what... Why... Why this job choice? Because it's a job. I mean, it's... Whether you like it or not. Well, like, I mean, you're, is that... You're choosing it, for that to be your job. Is that their occupation? They fight... And yes. that's all they do? It's fight and train? Yes. Okay. In that particular case, because it's the same thing as being a boxer or being a football player. That's their chosen... That's what their... Right. Their chosen expression of athleticism, and that's what they're good at. Right. But I think my question would be, like... Well, I guess I'm just going to ask them. That's what I'm going to do. Gonna well, I can't because I, I, I've done martial arts my whole life. Right, but there's a difference. But there's a difference between... between being a professional fighter and being just like a martial artist, a martial arts enthusiast. Right, but do you like get your nose I've done, bloody? I've, I've taken mixed martial arts training before. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't say that because you don't train mixed martial arts. That's a big misconception. You train specific styles. You train right. Muay Thai or boxing or jiu-jitsu. And I've taken jiu-jitsu classes where I've had, you know, I literally felt like something ripped apart in my back. But it's fun. It, it is. It's fun. It's a fun. It, it, it's interesting to see what you can do with your body. It's interesting to see how hard you can kick, how fast you can kick, how hard you can punch. And it gets to a point, like, especially during sparring, like, which is stupid because you should, we call them gym wars, where it's like you, you have, like, hard sparring. Mm-hmm. And you're going three, five-minute rounds with, you go one five-minute round with this guy, and then you alternate, you search, and you're, you're, it's a mock fight. You're literally hitting each other with gloves and pads and stuff like right. that and headgear you're still getting beat up and after a while like the the idiot gear kicks in and you're just like i want to see how much i can take i want to see how far i can go i want to see if i can go three rounds 
against opponents who are better than me, and I want to see how I stack up. And the first time I sparred, I got my ass handed to me. I had a black eye. I've gotten a tooth knocked out from sparring. I took a knee to the face without a, without a, um, a gum shield on a mouth guard, and I lost a tooth. It's it's not. It's addictive in a way. It's addictive, but it's addictive in a way that like it, it's as dumb as it sounds, like as cheesy and corny as it sounds. You do get a better sense of what you're made of. You realize you're not made of glass. But I think you, that's the same thing you know you would find out in an actual confrontation because I think most people will do anything they can to avoid a fight. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like if they're it's like an actual physical confrontation, oh, most people I'm sorry. Be like, would do like anything to avoid fighting with somebody like most people but a lot of i mean there's plenty of people who enjoy there's they're crazy people um not saying they're not crazy. like you know you've been in fist fights (laughs) i've been in fist fights i have my ass handed to me and chris used to box and there's something about being able to fight i think maybe i shouldn't speak for everybody just for me you know coming from my upbringing in the house I grew up in where everyone's like, I'm tougher and stronger than you. It's like, well, and actually now I know for a fact I could kick all of your asses just for fun. Like, there's something about it to me as destructive and healthy as it is okay. that I do take solace in. Sure. And I think that you can, um, I think a lot of it is you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against that kind of fighting in general. I think it's just a question of why, what makes you choose to make this your profession and to do this for that, like, for wrestlers, like, what, especially, like, what is your, why, why? Which I would just ask them. A lot of it is money and fame for, for professional mm-hmm. wrestlers, because if you can reach the top of, like, the WWE or um, TNA, you can make a lot of money, and you're very, very famous. In, 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 yeah, in but I mean, that, that's like, hard to get to that point. Well, it's hard to get to that point in any profession. Absolutely. I'm not saying it either. But I mean, it's just... Granted, it's not being the president of a company and being the top wrestler in the W. They're, they're completely different things. Being like the the cha- you know the heavyweight champion in the UFC or the lightweight champion in the UFC is so much different than being, you know, the squad leader at a firehouse or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they're, right. they're worlds they're, apart. And, yeah. And, it's the same level, but it's not the same thing. It's right. They're universes apart. Yeah. I understand that. But it's like, okay, you want to be an actor, professional, full-time working actor. Right. Okay. Can you see yourself doing anything else? Yeah. Really? I can, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like Which what? is probably not a good thing to say. I, I would imagine not. But I, the reason that I've always wanted to act is that I want to be in things that influence people in a good way or that make people feel things Mm -hmm. or not just like, I'm not, and, and I've talked to people about this and I thought, well, maybe this is just me, you know, sounding a little bit, I I don't know. But I, my whole thing is I don't just want to act in every single thing that I can get my hands on right now. Yes. I want to act in every single thing I can get my hands on because I need to build that resume so we can get to the point where I'm doing stuff I actually care about. It's like the people who, I mean, even, I don't know, most famous actors out there, they started doing complete crap Mm -hmm. for very long periods of time. Even Matthew McConaughey, you know, he was started out doing complete crap and now he's kind of at the top, Mm -hmm. arguably, of his field and he gets to choose pretty much whatever he wants. Um, 
I mean, obviously, the offer still needs to be handed to him. Um, so in that way, like, I can't see myself doing anything else. But on the other hand, if this doesn't work out in a few years, I'm like, I can't sit around and, like, let bad things happen to people. So I would want to, like, figure out some sort of charity organization to be involved with. Does that make sense? It, it makes sense. But... So I think that another reason I always wanted to act, too, is that influence you have mm-hmm. over what's being made and maybe I need to look more at writing too because I want to be in it but I also think that I should try writing stuff too so I can make the things that I think are important instead of everything just being like another superhero movie which I'm not opposed to nor should you be no not as opposed to superhero movies at all I'm totally for them I think they're super fun I love them but I don't think everything should be but but there you go. Like, I don't think everything should be a... Just like everything can't be a super serious social commentary film. Yeah. You can't have... I mean, you, you you can't have any everything be one thing. It's but really can't you have, like, a completely idiotic comedy with a decent social... Absolutely. Yeah. I think you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I just mean that most don't. <laughs> right. Poorly, poorly written films can be... And honestly, like, if you look on Netflix... Ooh, man, there are some fucking stinkers on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, you well, even just, I love going to Hastings. You just go through Hastings. Horrible, 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 horrible. But you'll okay. find that one gem. Right. You do. You do find a, an occasional gem. But I'm just... See, I, I think that's very interesting that you look at acting and filmmaking as a vehicle to get you to enact and, and to help propagate social change. Mm-hmm. Because that's it's like you're taking the two things that are most important to you and you're kind of you're melding them together. I think that's very cool. Not everybody gets to do that. I think that's very admirable. Um, I speaking for myself, I I wanted to be an, a writer and an actor because, um, like I think like a lot of people, I came from a very broken home, and I moved around a lot. So when you moved around a lot, you had to make friends all the time, mm-hmm. and being the fat new kid, it was extraordinarily difficult to make friends. And so I had to be the funny guy in class. Cause I found that if you made people laugh, they liked you. Mm. And when they liked you, they became your friends. They invited you to parties and you weren't home on Friday night watching an X-Files rerun. Although there's a lot of fun in that too. <laughs> Except for when it's the really scary ones and you're home by yourself. Cause mom went out with her friends cause she has friends and you don't. It's always um, a sad thing. And so like, I, I wanted to be, I mean, yeah, like I always want, I wanted to be the center of attention. I wanted to have the love and adoration of the world since I didn't get it from my family. Do right. you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And yeah, so absolutely. I always found that like that was the most important thing to me. And I always took pride in the fact that I could make people laugh. Because it's, it's, it's in my opinion, very difficult to make people laugh. It, it absolutely is, yeah. But, and, and so like I, with the show I'm writing and creating, like I want it to be something that if some kid is stuck at home on a Friday night by himself, he can watch the show and be like, these are my friends. They're going to make me laugh. They're going to take care of me. And like, yes, we are. Come on. It's going to run out of a good time. Come with us. But at the same time, like the kind of show that you could put on like at a party full of people and people who are sitting down watching it are going to laugh their ass off. Right. So that's what I want. I want it to be the funny. Honestly, I think that that kind of show where it's, if you're able to make people miss you when you're gone. Yes. In like, like friends. I mean, I, I always come back to that. The show is. Good night. I remember one time I, I paused the show. I may have already said this before, but I paused the show and I could see the man holding uh, a light. Like you could see one of the crew members holding a light mm-hmm. on the side of like constantly things like that. Continuity was constantly off. 
some of the stuff was not very well written, but you, when you're done watching that show, whether it's the first time or the 50th time, you miss those people. And if you're able to do that, like, you're doing something right. I, yes, I completely agree. I think there are very few shows that strike that chord. No, there's not. How I Met Your Mother started to for me. And then the the last, did you guys watch it at all? I've watched it. I, you know, I have a hard time getting into it because I'm like, this you just really rips from... off like every other circle. I, yeah, it does. But it, it it also, I well, I love Jason Siegel. So that's probably part of it. Um, I but if you, older. well, there you go. You could, you would actually like, I think you would like it if you just watched from the beginning. Anyway, the last season and the season before it a little bit were so bad that it just negated Everything that came before. The show. Yeah, I mean, it really did. It was like, I don't... This was a total watched, waste of my time. I think I watched maybe like the first four or five seasons of it. And then I just kind of lost interest. That's kind of how I felt about that yeah. 70s show. Like, I love that 70s oh, show. Oh, I up, did too. Up until like the last two seasons. Well, he leaves, right? Well, because well, Topher Grace and Ashton Kutcher both decided they didn't want to do the show anymore. So they, they didn't renew their contracts and they left. And then they brought in Randy, who was like this like weird kind of Eric... And I'm like, no, no, and why are you hitting on Donna? No. Right, weren't they still, like, together, technically? Yes, because he goes to teach in Africa, which I actually thought was a pretty clever way to write a character off. And I was like, okay, that's not the usual, like, oh, he died, or he just went to school. Like, no, he's going to do something interesting far away. And then, uh, of course, like, he came back for the final episode. But I just kind of felt like the last season was so weak. And it was like, man, like, I I missed the time when, like, do you remember when you would watch it? And you're like, God, I'm like, I'm going to have, like, for the next half hour... I'm going to have a fucking blast. Yeah. And you would. <laughs> it's a ridiculous blast, and too. And it's, it's a good time. It's like, yeah, like, remember that time we all got locked into the, 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 the bathroom of the opposing high schools <laughs> and we had trashed everything? You, me, and Eric, and and, uh, and Fez, and Hyde. Remember that? That was a good time. You felt like you were there. <laughs> there are certain movies that do that. Like, um, there's a movie called Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah. Have you seen that? Uh, that With was... Aubrey Plaza no, and Mark but... Duplass. I yeah. love the Duplass brothers, by the way. I love those guys. I love the movies they make. Um, because they're just very simple. They're just very, like, um, oh, what's it called? It's with Jason Segel, actually. And um, Ed Helms. Oh, uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Jeff Who Lives at Home, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant movie. And it's it's all talk, talk, talk. There's very little, like, action and crazy shit. And what, what is, it's, like, you know, fairly realistic. It's a great movie. But, the, but safety not guaranteed. Like, when that movie ended, I was bummed out. I was like, oh, like, I want to, I want this adventure to continue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I miss that because I feel like, you know, even with, like, as much as I love superhero movies, Age of Ultron, I was like, guys, get to, like, come on, like, I'm fucking tired, man. Like, I've been there with you. Like, let's go. Let's get to it. Mm. Whereas with Ant-Man, it was very short. Ant-Man's like a half hour shorter than most of them. That's good. Yes. And so you would actually enjoy Ant-Man. It's not a superhero movie by any stretch. Yeah, no, I mean, I plan on watching it or whatever. It's just, I'm, I'm just starting to get burnt out. Like, everybody's getting excited about this, this Jessica Jones show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't care. I don't, like, I don't even want to find out. I, I, I have to. I stopped watching The Flash. I stopped watching Arrow. I stopped watching... But those are Shield. CW shows, aren't they? Well, you just talking Which, about superheroes on, in general. I'm, yeah, I'm just... I, on <clears throat> principle, you shouldn't be watching. Hey! <laughs> watch your mouth. Arrow I mean, and The Flash these, are amazing. They're, they're pretty good I shows. I really won't watch. I just won't watch anything. So did you, like, okay, did either of you watch Veronica Mars? No, but everyone tells me about how good it is. It's just I there's a million TV shows and... There, and see, like, I have 
I feel bad about. Well, actually, I don't feel bad. About, I love this. I have all three seasons on DVD. I have cool. the movie on DVD. I like, appreciate that. Like I have the movie on DVD in my shop, and I'm like, oh, it's on HBO. Okay. <laughs> but no, it, it was one of those shows that, like, even though it was on the WB, even though it was on the CW, it was actually really good. Whereas, like, Buffy was like a show like that. Whereas, it was on those yeah, shitty channel, but it was really good. But wasn't that pre like 2008? Because um, I've Veronica noticed, like, Mars started. I want to say 2005, 2006. I've noticed it was like yeah. around like the Gossip Girl time that it all sort of started to go. Down. Yeah, no, Veronica Mars was already done by uh, by Gossip Girl. By Gossip Girl. Okay, there you, you know, go. but like, and I will use this as my litmus test for whether or not a show is good. Like Dawson's Creek was on the air for 14 years. But it was it was a terrible show. Dawson's Creek is fucking terrible. Yeah. Terrible, and it was on the show for like seven. It was on the air for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how I know that my stuff is. I'm like, like if that show can get on the air, my show can get on the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, did you watch the pilot episode? It's fucking awful, guys. It's like they wrote it on a dare on a napkin. Like, Here, flesh this out. But that's the way it is for most CW shows. Yeah, I mean that's. Um, they're pretty bad. I, I feel mean, like, it, but I feel again that it it's been more recently that they've just gotten like started plummeting down. Well, I don't know, because supposedly The 100 is a really good show. It's like a post-apocalyptic thing where Earth kind of failed and most of humanity lives on the space station. Well, they round up 100 young people who are like troublemakers, and they send them down to the planet to see if, if the Earth is hospitable for human life again. And when is that they, on the CW? Yes. And when they get there, they find out that actually there still are people living on the planet, and there are people living underground, and remnants of the former government and shit like that have just been living... On the planet. Okay, that sounds and interesting. They just fight and I would watch that. Each other. Um, not in that order. I think it's more they bone complain and fight. Yeah. And then. So it's okay, well then show. never mind. Well, <laughs> no, actually, supposedly it's very, very good. Okay. And supposedly the writing is excellent. Okay. I, I, it's on Netflix. I will check it out at some point. But I have eight thousand other shows to watch. That's <laughs> the issue. I feel like I'm constantly like trying to watch. Like, can you watch too much? Probably not. But. I'm getting to the point where it's like I'm like not having a life because I'm trying to watch so much crap. I and I see I think that's one of the downsides to having so many options. I agree. Now there's too much. You have Netflix and there's eight million eight hundred and seventy five thousand shows. And if it's not on there, you also have Hulu. Plus, if you just in case, you can get your cable up and then they have it on the internet. If you forgot to record it on your TV, you can watch it on the internet the next day and then it's always there for you. And it's like. Whoa! Oh, Plus, wait. there's YouTube. Well, Plus, there's, there's Pandora, and you can possibly listen to every single song. And now there's Apple Music, and now there's there's Amazon Prime, which I watched on Amazon Prime. Okay, there's Crackle, which uh, I think like four of us use. No. I use it to watch news radio every once in a while. Exactly. I I know of it. I'm Ex- aware of it. Exactly. If people are like Crackle, still a thing. Well, because yeah. the thing is, I I always see like ads for crackle and they're like this movie's on crackle now and i'm like this shit's been on netflix for months. six years yeah. well now they're showing Shaun of the dead mm-hmm. that's like their big thing is okay. that it's it's on crackle and it's like with limited commercial interruption bullshit it's like a commercial every like three minutes <laughs> i'm like yeah. i know i have this on dvd i'm just being lazy fuck this i'm getting off my computer yeah. then i can play video games and waste more time but like i just think that like it's oversaturation because mm-hmm. Like, okay, last Saturday, I forget, I hung out with you, 
Yeah. And uh, one of the potential co-hosts of this podcast just didn't bother to show up for the fucking meeting. Idiot. So I went home and I watched Doctor Who. Okay. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, and then I, I, and which was awesome. Oh, they're killing it this season. Dude, the heat fucking Capaldi. Wow, fucking motherfucker. He's so good. Yeah. So good. He's he's like. He's hit. It took him. It took him a season. He hit his stride hard. He's he's there, man. Now tell me. I can't say you. I'm sorry. I will be really pissed if you ruin anything. I won't. I'm just gonna say. Okay. The wearable. You know what I'm mm-hmm, talking about? Mm-hmm. How fucking dope was that? Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. Dude, I was like, oh, he's so smart. That's why he's the doctor. Because he's the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm i I'm sad to see uh, Jenna Coleman leave. Yeah. I really am. But I feel it's her time. I'm getting, it's like, okay, I'm okay with it. I'm really excited to see who they're going to bring on. I hope Capaldi doesn't leave because he is kicking so much ass as the doctor. Yeah. I, I think that was just rumor. I because yeah, I actually looked it up after you told me about it, and I was just and and mo- like most of the people who were commenting on it were like, yeah, dude, this is like this is based off of a British tabloid. Oh, okay. What is? So there's a theory that Peter Capaldi, the current actor uh-huh. for the Doctor, he's upset that Jenna Coleman, his companion uh, right. Clara, is leaving because he likes their dynamic, where it's like an older, uh, not like a May December romance, but like a May December friendship. Where they're not like attracted to each other like that, but like they, they they have like a deep friendship, where it's like like she's literally his companion, like his good friend, and they're in all these crazy adventures together, and it's great, and he loves the chemistry they have together. But she's leaving the show because right. she's gonna go star as Queen Elizabeth on some huge ITV drama, and she's that's probably gonna make her a worldwide star, like she'll be huge, just not to us dorks. Um, so the theory was that he was pissed off and that. He was not sure if he was going to stay because he didn't want to oh, meet okay. somebody new. And then what if they don't like each other and blah, 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 blah. And so, and then plus he even, re- I guess that article references the fact that Moffat is probably leaving. That this is probably his last season. Okay. And if not this one, then the next one. For sure. He's done. Doesn't um, surprise me. He's been doing it for five years now? Six years? Whenever, uh... Four with Smith and then two with Capaldi. So that's six. Yeah. Right? Was it four with Matt Smith or three? Okay, so well, in, no, so it'll be it'll be five. This is the number well, because it was in 2010. That he that, took over. That, yeah, he took over. So then this is year five. Yeah. Okay. He's because he's got Sherlock going at the same time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like it's this big old thing. So the theory was that since Computer Capaldi is so unhappy, he's asking to be let out of his contract with the BBC because he wants to go do other things because he doesn't like the way this is going anymore and blah 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 blah, and then. Come to find out this entire thing was sourced from, like, an article that talked to a caterer once last season. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, it's, yeah. it's like, and none of it I, I is a huge grain of salt. Right. Mount Everest-sized grain of salt. You know what I mean? Right. So, and it's, to me, seeing an older actor play a very youthful character, mm-hmm. and he is, mm-hmm. and for a Time Lord, Yeah. he's just, it's, it's amazing. He's so good. He is. He really is. I'm, so, I'm really so, looking forward yeah, to he's it. Amazing. I'm telling you, he's acting his balls off. It is great. So great. So just really quickly, obviously I know this will happen, but does the doctor's daughter come back more than a few times? Okay. Do you really want to know? Do you, do you really yeah, want to know? Yeah, yeah, no, I do really want to know. So far, no. Really? Yeah. 
they reference her in vague ways. Yeah. But, she's out there somewhere, though. Oh, for sure. She's a Time Lord. She's partially... She's a, no, she's a legit Time Lord. She's a clone of the... Female clone of the Doctor. Yeah. She's full Time Lord. But they're just not... But see, the Is there a rumor? Well, okay, but see, here's the other thing you got to understand. Please. Is that... See, here's where it gets kind of weird. <laughs> this is where it gets a little bit now, incestuous. The, yeah, the, ac- okay. the actress okay. who played the Doctor's daughter is the actual real-life daughter of the guy who played Doctor Five. Okay? Now, and Doctor Five is... Peter Davidson. Okay. Yeah. He's the one who wore all, like, the... He wore like a cricket outfit, it was like a cricket outfit and a piece, piece of celery. Of celery. Yeah. yeah, this is old. This is classic. He, he's he was he the actor was the fifth Doctor. His real life daughter played the Doctor's daughter in that episode. Okay, right. that's now, cool. Now David now. Tennant, who has always been very clear on the fact that this Doctor was his favorite Doctor. Okay. He modeled his his Doctor after him. Okay. He ended up marrying that actress. That actress. Okay. And ever since then, I guess he's just been filling her with babies. Because that's he, all he does is act and and get her pregnant. So that's his wife. Is his they, doc- they met on that episode? Okay. Because can I just say I felt uncomfortable watching that episode a little bit because it looked like they were just gonna start making out in any second. And they probably were. And she was so beautiful, and he's a very attractive man, and it just felt like there was too much sexual tension for them to be father daughter. And so now he's so he's like he got to be the doctor. He's married to the doctor's daughter. He's the son-in-law of his real, favorite doctor, and now he's the son-in-law of his favorite doctor. Does she play in stuff? Um, I think she does here and there, but it's like English stuff. Yeah. It's British stuff. Um, and then what's funny is that Peter Davidson and David Tennant filmed a Doctor Who short mm-hmm. for like um comedy relief. Yeah. Because they still do that in England. We don't do that because fuck the homer. Um, it's their fault. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Um, and so, like, even seeing that like, even further, I'm like, oh, hey, Peter Davidson. Um, he's going to fuck your daughter. Shh, FYI. And then I step back into my TARDIS and leave. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> okay. I... Have you gotten to the part, the episode where it's the clockwork men, where the doctor is, it's the girl, the girl in the fire, fireplace. fireplace? Yeah, that was the second season. Yes. Um, that actress, Sophia Miles, he dated her as well. Wow. He's, he's one of those actors, like he meets someone on set and he's like, oh, yes, hello. That doesn't do things to each other. Well, they, they had a lot of sexual tension as well. Like there was, it was exploding okay. in that. That one and the one with his daughter, which is why I felt physically uncomfortable watching it. And now that explains everything, I was like, so wait, that's so sweet. You're still with Martha. Yeah. No. No, she, no, it's Donna. Oh, so you're fine with Donna? No. Well, I, well, Martha was there. Martha's but... in that episode, yes. Yeah, because they had a really sad part where the the little gurgly fish man died. Yeah, yeah that was really was sad. Um, <laughs> have you met the Ood yet? Yeah, I love the Ood. Who, who, don't you want an Ood? I want to be friends with an Ood. But I, I don't, don't want, want a servant. No, I want him to like... I, to be buds, right? Yeah, and it's like, his name's Gary, and he lives in my house. But he, and I'm like, Gary, like, dude, you're he here all day. Throw the trash. brain in his hand. Yeah, my Ood friend would definitely have to have like the container for his brain. 
Oh no, the orb. Like a, yeah, I don't yeah, need. No, I don't, I don't, I don't need like brain. a free brain. Mm-hmm. No, but no orb either. Just like a nice, like a really pretty, like stainless steel, really clean, little. I don't know, like a nice necklace that they can hold their brain in. Just my thoughts. I kind of want the glowy orb. Or how about a messenger bag? Something, anything, but like a anything, nice anything but a loose brain, I'm okay with. Okay. Yeah. I, I also want a Santarin. Yeah. What are those? The potato-looking aliens? A Santarin. She might not have gotten there yet. I don't think You haven't gotten a Santarin yet? If I have, I didn't notice. What was the last episode you saw? Do you know? Do you remember? What was the last I episode you watched? Versus Saw? No. Um, I... <laughs> No, he just asked me, what's the last episode And you then watched? you looked confused by the question. No, I <laughs> no, I was off. literally trying to think of when, what the last episode was. I think it was that one. Thought. Which one? I think it was the one oh, with the, the daughter. daughter. The doctor's daughter. That is a good episode, though. It is a good episode. And it makes me really happy, but it's also kind of creepy, and it's disappointing that they don't have her back at any point. Unless... But here's, here's the theory, and there's actually a fan theory behind that. If you go deep into Reddit, Doctor Who shit... The okay. theory is that at some point she regenerated okay. and that she might come back as a, as his companion. No, yeah, I don't want him to. Yeah. It would be a different actress. Yeah, I would I want, want I would want her to. How about having her own spinoff series? Yeah. They did Torchwood for years, which was a Doctor Who spinoff. Yeah, Why how did people they did like. Sarah Jane Adventures. So she died. I never saw that. I only see pieces of it. I also watched... It was a kid's show, though. It was literally for kids. Whoa. Yeah. What was that? I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, the, the companion, the Doctor Who meets... Right. Okay. Sarah Jane Smith. Right. So she has her... After own... she came back onto the show after that one episode where they're in the school, like, her popularity, like, exploded in the BBC. was like, hey, how about we do a Sarah Jane spinoff? And she's like, oh, okay. cool. But it was, like, literally, a, like, a Saturday morning show for kids. Yeah. Like, how what we... What did she do? Right around, say, like... Say it was basically, world. like, Doctor Who... But with her, except it was her, like, the neighbor, and a, a group of kids that ran around saving the world, and canine and shit. Oh, and I guess the, and the doctor showed up a couple of times. Um, Tenet did, I think, twice. Matt Smith and then did. Matt Smith did once. One time, yeah. And then she unfortunately passed away from cancer. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a sad story. Dude, I saw a Tom Baker episode the other day. It was a breakfast, because uh, the BBC's doing this thing now where every Saturday or Sunday morning... They show a four-hour block of Tom Baker Doctor. It's called Breakfast with Baker, right. and it's like 1984 Doctor Who. Okay, so wow. I watched that first Doctor. I well, when I say watched, I got through the little beginning part of the very first pilot episode. Yeah, and not even like the really beginning pilot episode. Like I got through like a, three minutes of it, and you had said like your cell phone costs more than it, and I was like, oh my god, funny, huh? And then I just saw them the like tiny TARDIS type thing that's like a miniature that's like sitting on a table somewhere and like some fake lights and I don't even know what kind of film paper plates wrapped in tinfoil yeah and it was I was okay I get it now I understand the budget issue I watched An Unearthly Child yeah after you know Doctor Who's all on Netflix that was the longest 26 minutes of my life mm-hmm. <laughs> I want this shit fucking end yeah, it's tough. It's bad. I mean, it's just and it's just by virtue of it being very, very old, but also just very, very poorly put together. I need to. I will get through it at some point, but I need to get through modern and get caught up. 
Then I'll go back. But I, I watched yeah, I've only, only ever watched like a select few of like classic Who. Mm-hmm. But have you seen them all? No. I've seen all of the current run. Yeah, I've seen all of like from 2005 on. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like classic Who, I just I found a list somewhere of like it was like for every Doctor like. These are like must-watch episodes, and so I just tracked them down and watched them. I think Gawker did that. It might have been. And then Gawker did the, they they ranked every Doctor Who from like the shittiest one to like the best one. And who did they say was the best? Um, I think it was Doomsday, where David Tennant regenerates, was the best mm-hmm. episode. I think episode. was there was the was in their opinion the best of Doctor really? Who episode ever made because of the emotional impact. And then I think, like, there was a lot of Matt Smith, like, in the 20s and 30s. They were like, these episodes were good, but not as good as they could have been. Which I was like, hey. I think, I think the majority of And I think, honestly, it was Smith because runs... of River Song. They have a lot. They have a big problem with River Song over there. Yeah. Was that, like, some sort of... That's an episode? River Song is a character that you will meet very soon. Actually, um, have you gotten to uh, Planet of the Dead? Uh-uh. Okay. That's when they're in the, the library, the library, which is um a planet-sized house. And there's, a, there's a planet out there. That's a, that's a, the whole thing of the library. How dope is that? It's got every book ever made, ever, ever in every universe, in any universe. Yeah. yeah. It's Sounds always. good to me. I'd be like, oh, the lemony snicket section, please. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody read my Harry Potter. Number three. That's funny. Kind of every, any book in the galaxy. I'm like, ah, eh, give me something I read six times. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, is like, for all, all the classic Who episodes that I've watched, every single time it was rough. Mm-hmm. And there was even, there was like a, a Baker episode, and it was actually like, where he goes to like, the day that the Daleks were created. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And it's not interesting until like the last five minutes of it. And then I was like, oh, oh, whoa, okay. Crazy, and then it was over. But the rest of the time, I was like, "Fuck, just, just, just do something." Because it's very much, it's got that. It's a classic 1980s, where it's like, and the camera zooms in on it for like a good 15 seconds, and it fades to black. I'm like, "What the fuck was? What yeah. the fuck? Why? Why? Just yeah. go!" Yeah. And like, I don't know if you've ever seen the clip, but I also watched the episode where he like, at the end, <laughs> it was like a two-parter, and at the end of it, the 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 middle bit. He actually, he puts himself in danger for no reason. I think it was, um, I want to say it was six. Uh, whoever was the one that had the umbrella with the question mark. Oh, that was, um, is that Sylvester McCoy? Yeah, Sylvester McCoy. Because it was, let's see if we can do this. We always forget one. It's. Yo, you want to start from one? Yeah, John. William Hartnell. William Hartnell. Patrick. Troughton. Troughton. Uh, John Pertwee. Right. Okay. Then it was... Tom Baker. Tom Baker, thank you. Fuck. Peter Davidson. Peter Davidson. Sylvester McCoy. No. Yes. No, the curly-haired dude. It was the other Baker. Colin Baker. Colin Baker. Colin Baker, then Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. Then Paul McGann. Yeah. Then Eccleston. Yeah. Tennant, Smith, Capaldi. Yeah. We did it. Good job. Good job, boys. <laughs> like we accomplished something. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. No, there's a there's an episode with McCoy's doctor where he's like, I don't know, he's on like a base, like a moon base or something. And he he's on this like 
I don't know, it's this walkway. And it's like this sheer drop, right? And there's a railing. And he's walking along. And for no reason whatsoever, he just climbs over the railing, ends up hooking his umbrella onto the, onto the railing, and he's just hanging there. <laughs> and he's like, oh no! And then, they, and then it, it ends. It's like, happens next time. And then when, I think when it comes back, he's already like just walking again. Like he literally just ends it, just hanging off of for should it no reason. <laughs> I think that there was a point, like, during the 1980s where everyone was like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> They'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but on that note, I think we should take a break. Yeah. Okay? Break down. Okay, we'll be right back. It doesn't, my hair doesn't grow long, it screeches up. Yeah, it doesn't go kind of doesn't down. Like it, 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 seriously, I'm like Samuel Screech Powers. You've seen Saved by the Bell, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's that. Remember when you were a kid and you thought you were going to be Zach Morris? No. I did. I was like, dude, I'm going to be able to stop time. I thought it was going to be A.C. Slater. Did you really? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you want to be Zach? Because Slater always just kind of seemed like he, he had it together for the most part. That is a good point. Like, he just, the guy just oozed confidence. And Zach was just a borderline sociopath. No, he was totally a sociopath. <laughs> he was, because he would manipulate all of his friends. Mm-hmm. He would commit, like, literal felonies and get away with it. Mm-hmm. He had, Well, first of all, he had the power to stop time. Yeah. No one seems to, like, talk about that. No, he, 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 he was, he was a, uh, a, what, a chronokinetic. He could control time. That's the actual scientific name for it, too. See, you, you were talking about how you didn't have the scientific knowledge. You're just beaming with it. Yeah, it's because I can name the ability to control time, which I learned from a comic book, Becca. <laughs> I got all of my information. See, now I try and be nice, and now you're still being mean. So. Oh, you're nice here. Air hug. Yay. And we're back. Part two. <laughs> Say by the bell. Okay. Mark. <laughs> Go. Becca. What am that I? actually is helpful for me when I do the editing. <laughs> Does it really? But I want you to leave that other party because I like their Save by the Will discussion. Yeah, yeah. I do too. No. Well, it was more like. Well, see, now that you guys mentioned it, it's no, yeah. it cool. That's fine, just leave it in there. We're going to leave it in. Okay, yeah. fair. Just like take little parts out. That's fine. <laughs> but just no, leave that in. Yeah. I really think that's the best part of what I bring to the podcast is when I <laughs> smash my hands together. You mark it for me? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that's the part. Putting in the audio. You're welcome. So I, um, so I watched The Visit. Oh, you oh, did? Okay. And? It's, uh... Sorry, but it's, it's garbage. Is it? No, no, I don't want it to be garbage. I, I don't want either. it to be good. Mm-hmm. I would say that it's the best thing he's done since Unbreakable. That's not saying much. That's not saying much, though. And I think it, you know, and, and I tried to, and I, I did my best to go into it, now thinking about who it was any of that stuff but a i couldn't get over the found footage though i'm just i'm done with it mm-hmm. i'm done with found footage um and so that really kind of irritated me and then even even in that realm a lot of it didn't make sense like the way they're i mean they, they put it as like this the uh like the granddaughter wants to be a filmmaker and so she's mm-hmm. like filming everything and you know, so that seems like a very easy conceit yeah. 
But her and the brother are completely unlikable. I just like I did not care about those kids at all. In fact, I wanted them. Like, I wanted bad things to happen to them. <laughs> well, that's always a bad way like, to start. I was like, can we, can we get to the, the the screaming and the kids being murdered? Can can that happen? And just I don't know. I did not like that movie. Yeah, that bums me out because I've purposely avoided looking at stuff about it. Because you know, like if you go onto the IMDb, it they'll tell you the entire plot of the movie yeah like they're like in the review section it's like you know so like like star it's like 10 that's what the rating they gave it and like it's all here's what happens it's like fuck mm-hmm. that bums me out man yeah and the and like the entire i'm not gonna spoil it obviously but like what's going on the reveal yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense to me hmm. is it like a paranormal type thing or is it like something obvious. Like, is it something human based? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Well, I don't. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me what it is. Just tell me if it's like ghosts or some shit. Like somebody's possessed, or is it like just human shit? There's no paranormal stuff going on. Okay. And actually, oh, I find that, that actually is much more interesting. It I doesn't that, seem very mm, much like him. Correct. I find that I, I completely agree with Becca. Yeah. I think it's um, it's very very interesting. I think it's a good. That's a good turn away especially in the found footage thing no yeah. i feel like I, I i feel like there was a lot of there was at least someone in the production of this like telling Shyamalan, like no no just no we're not stop it stop we're doing this like well, i felt like there's someone like reining him in like whenever he'd yeah. go like is all right so where's the unicorn no uh-uh. yeah someone's someone being like all this stuff you've been doing isn't working so let's do something else and they did and, and he totally, um, it's, it's out of the, his realm, mm-hmm. which actually is pretty good. Right. Wow. I, well, that makes me kind of want to watch it. I, I, I think you should definitely watch it. I didn't care for it myself. But... When the reveal happened, I was kind of like, oh, oh, hmm. no, that's dumb. What? I didn't get it. But was it, but it, it's at least somewhat surprising. Like you're not sitting there like, oh, I know exactly how this is going to end. No, I don't think so. Like, okay, that's always a good sign. See, like when I say like it didn't make sense to me, it was more of like, like I understood what was going on. I just thought it was stupid. <laughs> well, that's a legitimate thing to say. That's one hundred percent, completely legitimate. Here's my question though: mm-hmm. Do you see it as a as like a jumping off point potentially for him to get back to the level of Unbreakable, of signs, of the sixth sense, of things like that? Where he's like he's starting back on that road. It was it was maybe not the best jumping off point, but a jumping a good jumping off point from the stuff he was making before. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested to see what his next movie is. That I can I can accept it. I'm still gonna watch it because I I even when I saw the first like teaser trailer like first started, like looking into what the movie was I was instantly intrigued because it's him and it didn't look like anything he had done before and actually looked good and creepy. Where instead of like, you know, as we've just, I think we discussed the lady in the water. Mm. Do you remember that? I don't think I was there for that. Okay. We had a lengthy discussion about his, his cinematic atrocities, one after the other. Um, and I actually, I do, and I'll continue to admit that I did sort of enjoy Lady in the Water. You're I'm okay with that. But I didn't understand 99% of it because I'm like, first of all, why is Freddie Rodriguez only working out half of his body? This is fucking stupid. 
You're out. Of, you're out of your mind. And Lady why, in the Water is the anti-movie. It's trying to kill the other movies. Are you're saying like, that movie is worse movie. than anything that those two guys who made like all the you know the spoof movies and you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. No, those I movies, would put them on the same level. Those no, those movies are ten times worse. At least he tried to tell a story. Those two guys are like Did we're he? just gonna make fun of everything everyone else I don't does. Know. This is like a Uwe Boll movie, as far as I'm concerned. Garbage from frame one. How dare you? Oh Oh my god, that's really harsh. I remember watching it very young, and I honestly don't remember that much about it, except that I was like, well, Bryce Dallas Howard looks other earthly. Well, it's like that was about the extent of my like remembrance. I'm like, is she a mermaid or is she like some kind of fucking alien sea creature? Like, what the fuck? Well, that does that ever even get answered? Um, I don't really remember. No, what it is, she's um. She's just like this beautiful fairy. She actually was like she actually was in in a in a small way the inspiration for my MySpace name in a small way. So you know what what didn't uh, happen? Okay, before we continue with this story, because you're going to explain that. Oh, I'm uh, not I, going to. Explain. Yeah, you are. Before we do, I want to preface this by saying that this is a safe place, <laughs> and you are allowed to say things. What my my and, fourteen and, year old and admit because yes, because and admit to things that we're maybe all going to be embarrassed about. Okay, but understand this is this is the safety nest. You're allowed to lay disgusting eggs, and we're not going to judge you. Okay. Well, I think I can start by saying and feel comfortable saying there was no X's in my name, like. It wasn't like XX, like a small, a big X, X and a little X. Yeah. XX, heart, heart broken, bro, heartbroken promises, XX, oh, no? I would hope not. <laughs> I know plenty the, of those. A very long MySpace name. <laughs> that was really, <clears throat> I feel like you guys missed out on the emo phase of what was my oh, high was, school experience. That was the name of my live journal. <laughs> that was the name of my blog. Bro- Broken Hearts 25 XX. No, mine was um Broken Truth 505. <laughs> okay. Yes. At AOL.com. Which I then took from him, and that's the that's my DeviantArt page. <laughs> Damn it, DeviantArt. Uh, you won that one, sir. Good face. Damn it, I should have thought of that. DeviantArt. Yeah. Broken Truth 505. You're joking. Of course I am. No, actually, do you want to know you, what? But, I, you know, I'll, I'll throw something embarrassing out there before. I, I'm actually not that embarrassed. Oh, I am. Uh, my, do you want to know what my my very first email address was? And I had to put this down on job applications. <laughs> I think I know what this is. Do you? That might. Okay, it was Ethan Hunt sixty six at AOL dot com. The name of Tom Cruise's character in the Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I applied for jobs, like real grown up jobs with a paycheck. No, and, the, and, and, and the, the reason why I remember this is, see, you may not know this, but we actually met when I was doing casting for my first feature that I did, and he came to the audition. Oh, and yeah. not only did I audition, but I got the lead role. Mm-hmm. And I remember... And I stuck up the joint. And I, you're, were you guys all laughing about it? I, re- I remember that email off of your... Were <laughs> you just like a little <laughs> fucking dork? <laughs> yeah, because at that time, yeah, I saw it AOL at that time. That's bananas, dude. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay, so... This is... Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, look, when when we're growing up, and sometimes well into our 20s, we do embarrassing shit. MySpace 
as t- the Tom Hardy pictures from MySpace can attest, even the best of us are <laughs> asses. So MySpace was honestly, I just sort of like when it all ended and it all fell apart and Facebook took over. I was kind of sad that part of, I mean, humanity probably was bettered, but in general, it was kind of a sad experience because it took out like the horrible things you didn't really want to know or care to feel about other people are suddenly on their page. I'll never forget my mom was crazy and would like go through my MySpace friends and all of my weird ass lifeguard um, co-workers would have like their MySpace backgrounds like women with their asses out and like on a car and stuff just like the worst of the worst of society and my mom was just so just brutally disturbed and she was like is this what myspace is and i was like no it's not what myspace is i mine doesn't you can look at mine and mine was like really minimalist and it was like the one time i actually cared about like creating websites and stuff, and I don't remember any of it now. So, but wait, and, did, were you okay, that, so, were you that girl that like if I would clicked onto your MySpace page, it would take seven minutes to load? Fuck no, because like no. six movies, okay, six video clips, no, a song no, 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 that no, def- no, totally defined live songs you listen to forever, man. No, and then it was like a gothic fairy in the background. Absolutely not, and that's embarrassing that you would say you that. You know who's page? You know what page I'm talking about? Because like every girl we knew. <laughs> had that page and i mean yeah. the girls you and i individually like literally knew yeah no that was i was so happy to leave myspace because it was such a a loud glittery mess but at least you guys at like, least i was a, like a teenager like i was still yeah. in high school oh no these were 20 year olds i know that's the problem you guys were like mid-20s when this was all happy yeah we're older we know no but i'm just saying like yeah, early 20s like early to mid early okay whatever the point is you guys like that was bad enough but it was like they were in high school so like you can make that excuse like you're gonna make dumb choices but like that's that's pretty i mean that'd be embarrassing if i found out how bad my when you moved your cursor on your page did it leave a trail of sparklies absolutely not i once knew a girl on myspace and um it, it talked about you know like your favorite your interests your hobbies and all that and she was like, favorite food, Thai. Favorite movie, you know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Favorite color, glitter. And I was like, delete. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm like, on two wins and a hard loss. Out. Sorry, lady, I can't deal with that. There are two things in this world that have brought out, like, pure sociopathic tendencies <laughs> out of My me. space? Well, number one is anytime I play The Sims of any kind. Like, I... I become a psychopath. Yeah, because for you, it just becomes Murder Simulator 2015. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's creative about it. But... I'm done and wish I hadn't heard that, but go on. And number two was, like, the top, like, five friends or whatever. Oh, my God. That caused so much strain and stress in my life. It was like a, it was like the perfect game. <laughs> it was like, it was Saw. Yeah. <laughs> it totally was. It was Saw. And I enjoyed every second of it. I want to play a game. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to ruin somebody's day. <laughs> yeah, because you'd look at this page, you're like, why am I? Fuck that guy. Why aren't I in the top five anymore, man? We hung out last night. We got fries. No, see, it wasn't even that. I was just like, whose day am I going to ruin today? I'm serious. Like, for those two things, I get totally, like, I'm glad I, that's gone. I just uh-huh. remember that one of my best friends, you know how it got to the point where you could, 
at the beginning it was like your top eight and if you wanted to change that you had to like go and find codes and then change it yourself like it mm-hmm. i mean i was extra obsessed so i would change it like 20 times a day but i will never forget when they finally made it where you could have as many as you wanted or as few as you wanted or none at all mm-hmm. And then you could randomize it. So you didn't have one anymore. It's not that it disappeared. You just didn't have the... It would just constantly move. And I was so mad at my best friend. I was like, are you are you fucking serious? Like, you're number two on my page. And I'm like, I'm like not even there because you're randomizing it. That's so fucked up. Like, I thought we were best friends. And this is what you do to me? I was furious. I was so mad about it. Because it was like, but who else am I going to be on? Whose top eight am I going to be on if it's not yours? I would be super mad. It's a good thing you didn't take it personally. Huh? Um, oh, it's, okay. You're being sarcastic. Um, no, I just didn't hear what you But said. there's a little bit of a carryover on that. Well, like, hold on. Like, Facebook, Instagram? Facebook unfriending is like... Yeah, that's the, new, that's the new middle finger. But I don't even know... I would not even know the difference if someone defriended me. Unfriended me. Defriended, unfriended me. I honestly wouldn't know. And I sometimes... I've had people like go away and they've said to me like why did you unfriend me and i'm like i didn't unfriend you and i would just find that i had just we weren't friends anymore and it would no one deleted anyone i've had people unfriend me had no clue what happened and then i got a friend request i'm like oh really i thought oh man they get mad about that because <laughs> like you didn't see their unfriending you as like the message that it was supposed to be because you're so selfish yeah no see i piss people off enough that they send me a message before they do it you had a little bit of a moment there the other day. You had a little bit of a a moment. Yeah, I lost I lost a friend with that. And that was good. But the, see, the thing <laughs> was, But the thing was is that I wasn't upset or anything. It was just sort of it was you just had a You used it, it was, as you used it as Twitter. Okay. I don't use Twitter, so I don't know what you mean. Okay. That's fine. Twitter is the place where people go to complain about things. Well, actually, but the, Facebook is now. Seriously, it's like Facebook is is Complainville. Okay, but here's the thing. Or we Happyville. Have, we we have or a Politicalville. Mu- yes, we have a mutual ex friend. We discussed her uh, okay, recently. Right. We won't yeah, name names. It's gender mm-hmm. specific. Okay, it's it's a her. We can say that much. Facebook is the place she goes to complain about every single facet of her life. She doesn't like her job. She doesn't feel good. Her foot hurts. She doesn't... And she literally asked if someone could go to the dentist with her and hold her hand the other day. And in seeing that, I was like, what happened to the part of your brain that says, stop doing this? No one cares. That's literally what I'd ask her to her face. Because I want to know, why do you... Why do you vomit everything that happens in your life onto your Facebook page? No one cares. Yeah, but I feel like that's most people right now on Facebook, I would argue. I don't use Facebook really at all. I message people constantly on it because it's, like, a good way to, like, if not everyone has iPhones, then you can just put everyone in one space and we can all chat about whatever we need to chat about. Or people from other countries and stuff like that. If you have friends from other places, it's a good way to keep in touch so you don't use your phone minutes and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's really just... a. No offense. Oh my god, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. No, it's for But especially for, for no, for new parents, I've never seen more annoying things than from my new parent friends, and I love them, love you all. But I mean, it's like, there's a, they just post constantly. It's yeah. like everything about their baby, which is interesting to me, and I actually enjoy because I'm not gonna have a baby anytime soon. 
but it's like that's what it's used for it's like updating me on that and your views on Planned Parenthood which we are not getting into at all on this but that and, and Planned Parenthood are like the two things that are just popping up also I never mentioned it was Fairy Princess Water Nymph that's not so bad no it was actually fantastic I kept it around even after MySpace for just a little bit and then I realized I needed to grow up no that's actually um, Fairy Water Nymph Princess Fairy Water Princess Nymph. Fairy Water Nymph just because the other title that's not that bad. I've seen worse. But it was, like, cute, and it was, like, I kind of wanted to be a water nymph, and that is literally all that came from it. I once wore a really pretty dress that was green, and my parents have a really beautiful pond in their backyard, even though we live in the desert, and I just, I'm, do you know how much it costs to live in Deming, even versus Albuquerque? Do you even understand the differences? No. It's, like, half as much. Like, I was talking to some of my friends who have, like, two-bedroom homes in California, and it was, like, my parents with, like, a five-bedroom house. That's not true. It's, like, three-bedroom. Three-bedroom house, farmland, trees, an irrigation pond. It costs the same as, like, a two-bedroom house in California. Yeah, that sounds like work. But it's a farm. Like, that's how we make our living. Oh, my God. I hate you people. What did I do? I saw your little no, thing. What did I what, do? What, no, what, what did you roll? I'm talking to the audience. All three right, of them. Never mind. I'm just going to stop talking about anything that has to do with my life. Okay. If you're going to be a judgmental ass. No, it's true. It's super, wow. it's super cheap you're to live anywhere in You're taking it way too far. It's because well, it's, a, it's a very sensitive part of me. Okay, well, I didn't know that. And in this podcast, we're making fun of each other. All we do is break each other's balls. Okay? Stop kicking the table. You're making it, look at, you're doing that thing to that. Okay. You don't have to be super sensitive about it. So, cause, okay, whether or not you did come from money, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter. No, I just, I started hitting the table. But I'm going to stop talking. No, I'm sorry. Anyway, do you remember how long I stayed on MySpace after you all jumped ship to Facebook? I have no idea how long. You could be I... on there still as well, right? I honestly, I say it was like close to a year. Like well, you had, you, you were gone. Mike was gone. Everybody was gone. I think like, I started. I, I, I feel uh, like I started the exodus out of, out of our group. You were. You I was, was like, like, I'm out. And everyone was like, Where did you go? He's on this thing called Book Face or Facebook. Yeah. Like, and everybody I'm... jumped up, and you were like, Facebook is so much better. I'm like, I'm a MySpace OG till I die. No, I was like, I was like, this shit's owned by Fox. And then I went That's to bullshit. I'm out. I'm on Facebook. I'm poking people. I'm playing fucking vampires or whatever the game was. Vampire Wars. <laughs> I remember I, I played that too. The dumbest fucking thing on earth. Yeah, remember how in the Farmville we were? Yes. It was bad. We played a lot of farm. Don't you judge? We played Cafe World too. Well, because it was because it was a it was like a communal thing though. We were like in the same room and we were like all playing Farmville together. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny because <laughs> one of us would be playing World of Warcraft, which may, fine, I can accept that, and the rest of us were playing Farmville. I was like, dude, I need another bar. Why? You can't do anything with it. None of this fucking shit matters. Stay with playing this game. Yeah. Good time, though. Yeah, that was great. Uh, the short, the short amount of time that it was. I don't think I know anybody who still, play, who still plays games on Facebook. I know a few people. I knew... There was a point where I almost deleted my Facebook for no other reason than it was just like, someone invited you to play this game or that game or Farmville 800,000 times and it was just constant it was just like 
do this, do that, do this, do that. And I was like, I honestly, one day I realized that I didn't know how to check that stuff. And I had probably 900 notifications that I didn't even know existed because of the way Facebook works. Yeah. Back in the day. We have a lot of skeptic friends who love them some Candy Crush. Oh, yeah. Doggy, do well, see, I, I, have, I, I found I found the setting where it's like it doesn't even show me those. I said I turned that off too, but for the longest time, like the most hardcore skeptical atheists that I've ever met in my life were just like, yeah, this doesn't exist, and this isn't real, and fuck that, I'm militant. But hey, um, can you send me some lives in Candy Bar? Because I'm I'm this close to being that level. I feel I, I feel very proud in the fact that I have never once played Candy Crush. It's actually pretty fun. You, should, you could you show me a screenshot of it, and I wouldn't even know that that's what it was. No, you'd know, because it's, it's all candy. But I've played Candy Crush. I've also played uh, Candy Crush Soda. Have you? But Yes, but I had to delete both of those off my phone to make room for my Marvel Contest of Champions. Did you have to Does pay it... for that one? Mm-mm. See, I don't, like, I don't like bubble games. That's what I'm playing. It's not a bubble game. It's actually an actual fighting game. Um, on on your phone. Yes. A mobile game. Yes. They're fighting. Okay. I have I have. That's the thing. I don't like mobile games. Oh, I thought you said bubble games. No, yeah. mobile games. Oh, like, do you I remember? Heard do you too. remember the Doctor Who game, which is a bubble game? Where you have to match the the gems and shit. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, I checked it out for like a day and then I was done. I had that on my phone for so fucking long. That is so hard to do anything. Because you have to you have to grind so hard to level up or buy shit. And I refuse. I won't buy stuff. Yeah. No, you have to take advantage of the fact that, like, you can, like, the little bubble, you can move it mm-hmm. as much as you want while you still have your finger on it. So you have to, like, move it in, like, strategic ways to get all kinds of combos. And I figured that out, like, the first day, and then I was like, I'm done with this. See, I've just been doing the traditional, like, five, three, three, No, you gotta be two. like, do you still have it? And then, like, it'll can be like, all over the... Yeah, yeah, you just... I may download the game again just to try that. Yeah. I had actually a pretty good team. I had Amy Pond, I had Clara Oswald, I had River Song, I had Strax, and I had two Doctors. Nice. Actually, no, I had three. So I had Colin Baker, mm-hmm. Matt Smith, and David Tennant. They couldn't all be on the same team, though. Right. I had a whole... I wish I had a team of Doctors. That'd be cool. Yeah, I just... I don't like mobile games. But do you remember Mafia Wars? Not Facebook. I remember it. Did you play it? For like half an hour. Really? Yeah. I went deep. Cause see, I don't like it. Cause I hate that that shit where it's like, you do some stuff and then it's like, okay, we can't do anything else for another like hour. Oh, like some you're of them adorable. Were like Eleven. It hours. was like eight yeah. hours between lives, and then you get like one lightning bolt. And then you'd have to wait another eleven hours, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I don't, no. But I won't pay for it either, which is I think, which is yeah. why I've never been able to get into these type of games. Yeah. Although there was a time with me and Candy Crush, that things got a little intense. But I can't beat this one level, and I refuse to pay for anything. So I'm like, well, there went that. <laughs> Have you ever played Two Dots? No. Very simple dot connecting game. But shit can drive you absolutely insane. Because if you make four dots in a square, then it the screen flashes and it erases all the dots of that color. Hey, but the hard part is getting to that point where you can draw the square. And sometimes you draw the square 19 goddamn fucking times, and you still don't be the level. That's when you want to rip your eyeballs out just to something to throw at your phone. See, none of that sounded fun. 
That's an, that's an interesting meal. It's not interesting. Because you're a Dottist. You're racist against Dots. Okay. That's what I've been concluding on. From that one? Yes. That doesn't sound... Actually, I have a question for you. It's completely off topic, but I don't know why this just occurred to me. But, um, are you going to watch The Green Inferno? Eli Roth's latest movie, It's All About Cannibals. Probably. Okay. I don't know. I, like, I don't really care that much for Eli Roth movies. Why not? I'm not big on torture porn. Okay. Cabin Fever wasn't torture porn. That's true. I liked Cabin, Cabin Fever. I enjoyed Cabin Fever a lot. Yeah. It's body horror. It is. Like, severe. Yeah, I mean, it was, but it was, it was pretty good. And the, but he just, most of the stuff he does is like torture porn. I do want to see that movie that he did last year. With Keanu Reeves? With Keanu Reeves. Knock Knock? Yeah, because it's Keanu Reeves. I don't know. I actually, I, want, I went to go see it at Sundance, but like, I was in the, like, um, in like the standby, like if people didn't show up. <laughs> but there was literally like 80 people in front of me mm-hmm. in the standby line. And I was like, fuck, I'm never getting in here. Yeah. Um, I, so I think they're getting ready to film John Wick 2. Yes, they are. Very, very shortly. Like mm-hmm. in the next month or so. Yep. But I also found out the other day, there's, I don't know if you care, but I care. They're filming the next Jason Bourne movie okay. with Jason Bourne. Alright. Not with Jeremy, Jeremy Renner's character. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, Frederick Bourne. <laughs> no, it's it's no, no. Jeremy Alive. Okay. I don't remember his name. But yeah, yeah, no, um it's Matt Damon is back and Tony Gilroy is back and I think that's great. I can't wait to see yeah. that movie. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And I also really want to see the Martian. Is is Jeremy Renner gonna be in it too? No. As far as I know, it's going to be Matt Damon in this one, and then they're going to do one where they're together. Not together like a couple, but they're just running and fighting together. It'd be fine story. if they were a couple. I wouldn't bother me. Huh? It'd be fine if they were a couple. It wouldn't bother me. Me either. It'd be a really aggressive sex scene. Like, <laughs> hyper-aggressive. <laughs> yeah, but it would be... I mean, the shaky cam would be so bad he wouldn't even know what was going on here. <laughs> that's like, true. I think they're fighting... Oh, no. That's, that's, a, that's a dick. <laughs> yep. Matt Damon's really, I don't know, kind of stepping it up a notch lately. I like Matt Damon. I do, too. I really like Matt Damon. I think he's an amazing actor. Like I said, I really want to see The Martian. I do, too. It sounds interesting. There's a lot of freaking actors in that movie that are famous. That girl that you like from Halt and Catch Fire? Okay. She's in it. Okay. The wife? No, the... She, in Halt and Catch Fire, I think she's one of the people that works with them, the computer guys. I've never seen the show. I just know she's in it. Oh, well, that's not the, that's not the girl I like. Oh, then I'm, then I'm mistaken. But no, I think cause she's like the best character. She's also really cute. Yes, she, she can is. act her ass off. She certainly can. And I don't if, know who if she, she is. Can, she's <laughs> like in, her name is. No, she's in a movie with Miles Teller, and if she could pretend to be attracted to him, I'll believe her in anything. <laughs> You still haven't seen Whiplash, have you? Nope. It's sitting on my DVR. I... Yeah, you just said last time that you would watch it. No. Nope. In the time before that. In the time before that. Okay, here's what I'll do. You're gonna have to like. I think the only way I feel like you're gonna watch gotta... it is if Chris like. I have it on the DVR. Here's what I will do. I will go home tonight. Mm. Okay. I will draw myself a hot bath. And then slip inside. And open a couple of veins, because I'd rather do that than watch that movie. <laughs> no, I'll watch it. I promise I'll watch it. It's just, 
No, because I know I see it every fucking time. See, I kind of feel like, because I, I feel like I take take one for the team a lot in this. <laughs> like, I see all this garbage. No! So we can have something bullshit. to talk about. No one forced you to watch The Visit. And no one yeah, forced you to not like it. Yeah, that's kind of what you're mad about, huh? That and Fantastic <laughs> Four. Again, no one made you watch that. I know, but it's but I do it so that we have shit to talk about. I bring shit to the table. I don't take I don't bring anything to the table other than my beautiful looks and opinions. I really bring nothing to the table. It's really so. I think that for you to say that you 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 take one for the team, it kind of puts the onus on me to be like, well, now you have to take one for the team too because bad. But no, I watched garbage, and I brought stuff to the table. Interesting things. Well, Whiplash is interesting. It's a very good movie. So was Daredevil. I agree with you. And I watched all of it. Yeah, but that wasn't... It was... Like, you were pissing yourself for that shit to come out. I was. (laughs) That show was dick-numbingly good. It was pretty good. It's Daredevil. It's really good. Um, no. Look, okay. Hey, I watch a lot... Shut up! I watch a lot of romantic comedies. I bring that to the table. You love romantic comedies. I really do. I kind of want to see The Intern with Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro just because I want to, like, after the one be like, De Niro, what the fuck happened? Like, you were, you were in Taxi Driver, sir. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, but I will You're never forget the, the SNL episode with him a couple years ago, and I literally just wondered what had happened. Like, I finished the episode and wondered, so who is Robert De Niro? Like, have I... Is that him, or is that some, like, clone? Did you see Righteous Kill? I did. Okay. It's a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. It's god-awful. It's pretty bad. Okay. Anytime the main characters' names are are, are Rooster and Turk, it's not going to be good. Because it's not like his name, like, like in in Scrubs, there's a character named Chris Turk. Christopher Turk is his actual last name. Yeah. Okay. Even though his boss calls him Turkleton. It's good stuff. In that movie, it's just his nickname. It's ridiculous. That whole movie is fucking stupid and preposterous. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, you guys are, like, single-handedly responsible for, like, at least eight of the ten best movies ever made. Like, you're in a bunch of them. What the hell happened to you? That's probably the way you feel about it. They're probably like, oh, yeah, I'm responsible for all these great cinema. Like, who gives a shit anymore? Because I can name five movies right now from Robert De Niro that are absolutely... That are some of the best movies ever made. Easily top 20. Sure. Goodfellas. Yeah. Taxi Driver. Yeah. Raging Bull. Uh-huh. Okay. Godfather Part 2. Uh-huh. Heat. Yeah. Like, almost all of that was Scorsese. <laughs> Regardless. Yeah. He was in them. Okay. Al Pacino. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Godfather Part 1 and Part 2. Those are separate. You can't count Part 3 because it's an abortion. Okay. Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. You could make a case for Scarface, although I, it's not that great. Scarface is a pretty good movie. It's a, it's pretty good. It's not as good. It's I think it's been uh, mythologized, if that's the correct term. Sure. In the year since it came out. Sure. Where it's like, now it's got just like lore and appeal. And it's like, no, it's got, did you ever watch it? It's really not that great. Like in the scene in the beginning, when that dude's getting cut up with the chainsaw, they didn't even fucking show it. Mm-hmm. They just allude to it. Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> Show me a severed arm. Show me a girl. <laughs> no, see, but you know that I, th- I think that that's 
like what you're exactly talking about is the, the problem with horror today. No, I think it's better to imply than to show because your mind will come up with something ten times worse. Mm -hmm. No, I get that. But sometimes I, I enjoyed Hostel. I did. Because the first when it first came out, there wasn't movies like that. There had been like Hostel and Saw, and then of course there was the you know vomiting of torture porn across the cinematic landscape, <laughs> and it was really bad because a lot of them were shit. Whereas mm -hmm. I think if you look back at other, but then again, you know, and it's funny because if you look at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's very little blood. There's like none in the original movie. There's there's a little bit, and there is one scene of violence in the entire film. When Leatherface chainsaws his own leg? No, when he hits the guy in the face with a hammer. And then his body starts twitching? And he just, like, falls over and, like, grabs him and pulls him in through that door. That's it, huh? That's it. That's the only scene of violence in the entire film. The rest is all just kind That's of... That's why I think movie. it's the perfect horror film. And I disagree. Because everyone... Because you ask anybody who's seen it, and they're like, oh, it's so gory and gross, and it's like, no, it's not. Yeah, like it's terrifying. It's, it's terrifying. all you need is that mood. That's why I, I think... felt like throwing up halfway through because it was so just creepy. It's not. Yeah, but he it's put creepy. all those images just they put, they put it in your head. Like, like that you didn't room, see it. Like the like, porch Ew. room. And, and then like, I think that's yeah. and that's why I think Silence of the Lambs works because I'm sorry, like they do classify that as a thriller, so it could win the Oscar. No, that was a fucking horror movie. Mm -hmm. Like that's why the scenes when he does commit violence or there is violence, it's very jarring. Mm -hmm. because it's so fucking graphic like when he butterflies that dude and hangs him up mm -hmm. first of all good for Hannibal Lecter he's a strong ass old man because he's able to lift a, a full grown man up on that thing and like hang him up like a Christmas decoration like, good for you but when you see it you're just like holy shit like that's it's terrifying because there have been there's really no violence and gore mm -hmm. in that movie even when Buffalo Bill you know is fucking you know killing people and skinning them and shit like you don't see the actual killing and skinning Right. You just see the suit he makes afterwards. Mm -hmm. And he's dancing that song. Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. <laughs> I'm not going to admit. I'm not going to deny I've listened to it. And every time you do, you, you pretend you're Buffalo Bill for at least 30 seconds. Do you do the tuck and everything? No, because I'm usually in public and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does it. You've done it. Not once. You're a liar. Not once. You're a liar. As I sit here, you're a liar. It's never happened. I promise you it has. Because the only time I've ever heard that song is while watching that movie. You've never looked for it on YouTube and maybe... <laughs> I haven't. While you're doing the dishes, just kind of like, okay. No. I'm alone in that. I'm not saying you're alone in it. I'm just saying I'm not a part of that. I feel like I've said too much. <laughs> anyway. It's okay. I mean, everybody has their things. Yeah. Everybody does weird things when they think no one's looking. Mm -hmm. I find I'm talking to myself a lot. Home. You know what I mean? I, um, I go into full king mode when Dio plays. <laughs> what? Anything that could be fashioned into a cape very quickly becomes a cape. Uh. Anything that could be a scepter <laughs> becomes a scepter. And then I sing along with Dio. Because that's the only way you have to feel like kingly, like royal when you're like listening to Dio really loud I find that way when I listen I feel the same way I don't do the same thing but when, when uh, Run to the Hills comes on hmm, yeah I feel like um, you feel very epic yeah you put your foot up on the back of the couch and you're just yeah like you get all Captain Morgan yeah 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 I get that yeah I don't put on a, a, a cape or a scepter or 
you know, charge into battle. That's just me, though. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's very rare that I just kind of, because I don't put on Dio, like, on purpose, but when it happens and I'm by myself, when Dio happens, then that's usually what, mm-hmm. it's a really good way to get over a breakup. Dio? Or just, like, kinging out while you're listening to Dio. <laughs> kinging out. Yeah, because then you're going to go, you're going to have, like, your couple of days where you're, like, like, writing really bad, like, poetry on, like, black paper with, like, black ink, like, in the dark. <laughs> that's no one, really bad poetry no one understands no yeah, so you get a couple of days of that and then you and then you wash it all out with like some King Dio action um yep. okay you do that I do weird stuff to Q Lazarus same same yeah and then and then after after the, the Dio stuff that, that's when you have like the day of like insane like resolutions Oh. Like, be like, you know what? Fuck her, bro, because I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna be like the strongest, most insane, and then I'm just gonna like read every book there is, and I'm gonna become so smart, and then I'm just gonna like vanish into like this blinding light of awesomeness of like pure focus and smarts and fitness, and then I'm just gonna just like I'm gonna go to like a whole another like level of consciousness. Because fuck her. I have the opposite reaction. I, I envision some sort of diehard-esque situation where I literally have to save the world. Mm-hmm. And then I do. And then on national television, when I'm returning the nuclear football to President Obama, I'm like, here, bitch, I got this for you. Did your work, buddy. She comes back, she's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, that's okay. Fuck you, just kidding. And I'm all covered in wounds and glorious and shit. I'm like, let's go, take me to the hospital. I'm dying. The second they close the hot, the like ambulance doors on me, so like the, the American people can't see. I'm like, <laughs> everything's falling off. Help. Okay. That's how I get through a breakup, and then I just play video games <laughs> and weep in the shower. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where it all, like, it always culminates to that. But we just have different ways of getting there. Yes, we certainly do. I don't know. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> Mine is way more embarrassing than that. Plus, uh, I feel like these both ended up in like a really nice, like just jamming out to my song, and then they ended in kind of like a sad crying in the shower place, which was too bad. It was really too bad. But <laughs> I was hoping it was kind of being like, like it was gonna end in like a nice place. Like I don't know, like. Well, to be fair, um, I did literally just save the world, so I've kind of been through a lot. A few tears are justified. Yeah, it was like, it's a lot of work at the gym and the library, all those libraries. You're just sitting there reading books, you're like, come on, <laughs> five more, be a bitch! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You're doing that, I'm dodging gunfire. Yeah, and I'm going to invent time travel. <laughs> uh, so I could travel back and be like, no, not her. Her Bad sister. Dudes. <laughs> Her sister. She don't say no to much. Go. <laughs> just kidding. Just joking. I'm not <clears throat> completely joking. Just having a little clever wordplay. <laughs> so anyway, oh, so when I was younger, like my email address. <laughs> oh yeah, I revealed something more embarrassing. You should do the same. Well, see, the thing was, is I went, I like, see, I did it opposite from everybody else because I found 
this amazing service that's not around anymore and it makes me sad where I could change like my domain on my email so my, my email was like was Chris Dillon but like for the longest time it was Chris Dillon at crazygrandpa.com which is really good and then for a while and then I changed it to um, it was Chris Dillon at pimpdaddywelfare.com pimpdaddywelfare? yeah awesome <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you came up with that. That is a, that is a good one. Yeah. And the, the, they got it was it, the service was called Evil Email. Mm. And then they had just like all these different domains. Did you ever go to T-shirt Hell back in the day? Mm-hmm. I remember T-shirt Hell. Yeah. Like, it'd be like a picture of like it was like the outline of a baby drinking a bottle of all. All Daddy wanted was a blowjob. Meh, 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 and a bear. Yeah, we used to have a um, we used to have an account with them at the video store some of our shirts we get from there oh really yeah that's cool i always forget that you worked in a video store i personally owned a video store many you know many great filmmakers started that way it's true quentin tarantino mm-hmm. kevin smith yeah chris dillon okay that's that's a nice group to be in yeah no i just you know hopefully i'll get there to be a part of that group that'd be all right that'd be pretty dope yeah i'd like that I don't know. I, w- I would... People call me an auteur. I like that. never want to be called an auteur. Like, I'd like the other people to call me that, and I'd be like, I hate that word. <laughs> but I still feel kind of nice about it when they say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I always see when actors get interviewed and someone's like, I just, I'm really impressed with it. They always say, they're like, thank you. They, I'm, yeah, thank you. Like, they're just like, so I'm all, shut up. This is why you do it. <laughs> so many, so many actors that I've met, and I'm like, hey, I really like what you were in. And all of them are like... Oh my god. I'll do that shit. Okay, I if, swear if I ever go, you have every right to just punch me as hard as you can in the side of the fucking head. I, should be like, I think it, when someone says, I really like your work, you're really funny, it's like, thank you so much. I'm like the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Like, come sit down and talk to me for like six minutes. Let's, let's get to know each other. Like, why do you have to be like so fake modest? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. You know, it's just like, or just like they're all, thank you. Yeah. Like, I just want to thank, thank you, everyone like, so, here. <laughs> I, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, I love it's the, the work. work. The, the one it's who the surprised me the most was Adam Scott. Why? Because that's what he did. What did he do? I was like, you no. know, big fan of uh, Parks and Rec and stuff you've been in. I was like, I, was like, I can't even think of the show right now. No. Oh, Party Down? I was like, Party Down was the shit. Mm-hmm. He was like, thank you. Wait, really? I swear to you, yeah. I really like him, and honestly, you just put a whole... That kind of yeah, that kind of bugs me because I do like Adam Scott. I think he's very funny. And Party Down yeah. was the shit, dude. Party Down, Martin Starr was the best part of that show. Yeah. So well, Lizzie Kaplan was the best part of that show. But she's the best part of every show, even the one she's not on. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was really bummed when they canceled that show. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good show. It was, it was a good show. It was a good program. I like Adam Scott. I think he's great. Yeah, he's very funny. He's funny as hell. What? And so I told him so, and then he did that. He was very funny in uh, Step Brothers. <laughs> but uh, you've seen Step Brothers, right? I have. With Will Ferrell, even though you hate Will Ferrell for no reason. Um, the funniest part of that movie though, is Catherine Hahn, Adam Scott's wife, because she's all into um, John C. Riley, and then she starts to like flirt with him in the bathroom when she gets all like torqued up. <laughs> and they can't do anything, so she goes. She has to go take a piss, and so and she goes to the men's urinal and she just puts her leg up on the wall and pisses like a dog. It's, that made me laugh harder than anything else in that movie, and I don't know why. This is so. It's like so grotesque. Oh, 
I saw a movie that's fucking horrible, and I don't know if we talked about it, but I'll tell you about it on the podcast. And this is for sure taking one for the team. Okay. Back in, I think, 1994, there was a little buddy comedy that came out, directed by the Farrelly brothers, called Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Okay. You saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I laughed my, laughed my balls off. Yeah. Okay. I watched the sequel, Dumb and Dumber 2. Okay. okay. All four of those guys, the Farrelly brothers, Jeff Daniels, and Jim Carrey, especially Jim Carrey, all owe me a public apology. And they owe me an hour and 46 minutes of my life back. <laughs> and I'll take it in cash. It is fucking terrible. Yeah. There's, there's two funny lines in the entire movie. This one, they're like in a dog van or something? That was in the first one, yeah. And in the sequel, <laughs> they're in a hearse because Kathleen Turner... Wait, how many are there? Two. There's Dumb and Dumber and then Dumb and Dumber 2. And you know it's funny exactly. because the title make, is They did make wrong. a prequel one with two different actors. Oh, that's right. When Harry met Lloyd. Yeah. Okay, fine. So technically there's three Dumb and Dumber films. Okay. The funniest line in the whole movie, I'll tell you, is okay. So, the basic plot of the movie is Jeff Daniels finds out that Freda Felcher, the girl which No one got that joke in the first movie, except for me, I think, in the theater I saw it in. Because when they, he said her name, Freda Felcher, I started laughing. And no one else started laughing. I was like, what the... Don't you guys know what felching is? That's disgusting. But they didn't get it. Do you know what felching is? Would you like to know? Okay, so felching is... Okay, and I want this on record in case I get sued. She asked. I asked. Witnesses. Felching is when, like, say, two people are having sex, man or woman or whatever, and let's say the guy deposits his seed inside of a person. Okay. He then goes to that orifice and sucks it back out. <laughs> that is called felching. So when there was a character named Freda of Felcher, that made me laugh my ass off because, like, that's actually very fucking funny. So... And then it and then it can be taken one step further though, and then it's called something else. Snowballing. Yeah. When it's spit back into someone, yeah. There's, but no, spit, snowballing is different. That's when like you blow a load in a girl's mouth, and then she spits it back in your mouth. That's snowballing. That, it could be that way. Or All it right. Could be the other way. Are you sure? Because yeah. I, I don't think they chain react. I don't think like they domino. That's not like a nunchuck effect where it's like, oh, I felt like snowball. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Anywho, so in the sequel, okay. we find out that Jeff Daniels' character had a kid with Freda Felcher. Okay. And so they go to find her and find out about the baby and the story and all that. And Jim Carrey this asks... This is the one from like a year ago. Yes. And so Jim Carrey asks her, so did you have the baby by C-section or oh, snatch-a-row? That made me laugh. <laughs> because I'm 14 years old. All right. And it wasn't like, you know, like, a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's funny. That's it. Right. Okay. Well, did you too. did you go into it thinking that it was going to be better than it was? I went into it hoping to laugh. Okay. I did. I, I mean, it got shit reviews, but so did the first one. And granted, when I saw the first one, I was twenty years younger, so I was like, okay, I can laugh at this. Yes, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you sad, <laughs> but it, it's been twenty years. Yeah. It's been. You know what's even more sad? Lost came out eleven years ago. I know, shut up, we're not going to get into that. Worst. You're the worst. I was done, I was done with Fish Biscuits. They went through so much. As soon as Fish Biscuits happened, no, I was sh- We're not going to get this, no, we're not getting this argument again, no. That's when the, you're that's not when gonna the show me in this ended, argument. as far as I'm You're concerned. not going to bait me into this argument again. Okay. Okay? It's the worst. 
Can we please stick to, to Dumb and Dumber 2? Okay. See, that's the thing. Is I don't feel bad for you, though. Why? Because there was just no way that movie wasn't going to be a piece of shit. Okay. By that rationale, I don't feel sorry for you about Fantastic Four. There was no way that movie was not going to be a fucking turd. Yeah, but I did it for educational purposes. So did I. I watched Dumb and Dumber 2 thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe this is an undiscovered gem. It is not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so funny. It is, okay. it is, I, and you know, and you know me, growing up the poor son of a poor Appalachian turd You know, you're going through all of this rigmarole, <laughs> just so you don't have to watch Whiplash. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm a gonna, lot of excuses. I'm going to watch Whiplash. No, Which not. honestly is probably one of, some of the best shit put on film in a long time. I'm going to watch it simply for J.K. Simmons. Good. Okay. He was my favorite part of Juno. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great movie. Funny movie. He's he my favorite. the most terrifying part of Oz. Oh, Vern Schillinger? Yeah. No, actually, Autobisi was for me. That dude did not give a fuck. Uh, he raped always, everybody. I was just always like, <laughs> how, how he kept his, well, how, his hat on. I don't want to know. Sense. I don't want to. That's the mystery. I don't want to know. He glued it on. Look, tape. I don't know where he got it. He traded drugs for some scotch tape. They could get anything in that prison. It was the worst fucking prison on earth. I'd rather go to prison than, like, like Bangladesh. Like, you know what I need? I need a shitload of, like, heroin, some razor blades. And some ground and, glass. Yeah, like a cell phone. That would be good. And then, like, someone would bring it in in their ass, like, the next day. You know, they'd always get stuff in their, like, their food shipments. It's like, oh, here, here's your corn. Here's your box of porno. Here's your guns and a bunch of drugs and pills and such. There you go. Put in a little extra cocaine for you, buddy. I like you. I'm like, where are the fucking cards? And then you had the guards on death row who were having sex with the inmates. Yeah. There's that one female guard. Mm-hmm. She was a beast. She was a beast. And she was like, yep, I'm going to bang a murderer. And she did. You know, that's, that's the thing about Oz. Is I watched that entire series. Uh-huh. And, like, I didn't feel good about it, like, at any point. I was like, so awful. Why would you feel good about it? That's where I get lost. Why would you go into this, like, you know, popcorn and some ramen? You're like, yeah, start my Friday. Fuck no. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what I don't understand about it. It was, it was so fucking compelling. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, I just want to throw up every, like everything that's inside of me right now, like organs and everything. Just I want to throw it all up right now. But I can't stop watching this fucking show. Like I understand like The Wire. Like The Wire is like the best TV show ever made. That's not true, but it's one of them. No, it's easy top five. It's definitely. And, like, th- there was a lot of that show that, like, made me uneasy. I was like, I don't, I don't know about what's going on right now. <laughs> but, like, every fucking frame of Oz. Like, it was on for, what, like, four years? No, four, it was on years? for, like, five, six, maybe? But yeah, something maybe, like that. Maybe six. Um, I just didn't understand. And, and I watched it all in, like, a month. Why would you watch it? That was, like, like, the worst month of my life. Why would you binge watch Oz? It's like, it was, like... Oz, Oz is like razor blades in your eyes. Oz is like the last five minutes of um, fucking what's that movie? Um, with uh, I can't think of the name of that damn movie. They're all like the crazy lady who wants to go on the TV show and like they're all on drugs. Oh, um, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream. The last five minutes of Requiem for a Dream. That's Oz is just like fucking four or five seasons stretched out. There's just the whole time I was just like. Like what's going on? I I just um, yeah it um it convinced me to never go to prison. 
any reason whatsoever because I will not make it past the first day. I'll get auctioned <laughs> off for a carton of cigarettes. And then you know some guy's going to make me wear like jean shorts with the pockets hanging out because they're so short. Okay, and let's be honest, I don't have the figure for that. Okay, then he's going to make me wear my denim shirt like tied in a bikini top, which gross. And then I'll have like a, a, a wig made out of a mop. Okay, I don't want to be that guy. Okay, no, I'd rather die. Like, if I know that if I'm ever going to prison, like, for whatever reason, if I say 30 years, nope, done. I'll wash my mouth out with a shotgun. No, thank you. I won't Fair make enough. it, I won't make it 24 hours in prison. Either or I'm going to, like, crap in my hand and, like, smear it on my face. Well, solitary, see you guys later. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, is that, like, I, you know, I, and I would, I would discuss it with my dad, who worked at a prison for many years. And I was like, how do people, because... I was like, how how true is this this kind of shit? That's what I'm seeing. He's like, yeah, it's like maximum security prisons. Yeah, dude, pretty fucked up. I'm like, how does it happen? And it's just like nobody cares. Like whatever, screw those people. I feel unclean now. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know how we got here. I don't either. I don't want to. Do, I want to go home and watch Gilmore Girls, <laughs> where things are safe and normal and everything makes sense. Okay. You should watch it, man. This week of Rick and Morty is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Rick and Morty, nor have I watched Gravity Falls. Yeah, you need to. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure I do. Why you? Why is it always me that has to watch stuff? She's here too. What? Did, what has anyone suggested that we watch that I haven't watched? You watched Doctor Who and Point Break. And you are now a full-on confirmed okay, movie. But see, I kind of want, I want her to get through Doctor Who. Okay, what else do I need to watch? What is, like... you? Got, I've said this from the beginning. Send me a list. Just think of something. And just a quick Facebook... What are we talking about? Facebook messaging. I do... Oh, I just thought of one. Uh, Some movie. Send. That's it. That's all you have to do. And I probably will watch it at some point in the next ten years. Oh, okay. Kind of like him with Whiplash. Yeah. When did Whiplash come out? When did Whiplash come out? Last year. Okay. 75 years ago. It hasn't even been a year yet. I bet no, you it's been a year. I'm going to fucking find it. I got the It's for sure been pocket. over a year. You chill out. I'm going to stab you in the neck with a soldering iron. Kid, first amongst yourselves. I'll be back. Hang on. We don't, I don't have a laptop handy, so I'm using my other yeah. computer. Okay? okay. Don't everybody stare at me. I don't like that. Don't we do a lot of that? when Because you, you spend mm. a lot of time talking. That's <laughs> true. Although now he's mad at me. And 2014. Boom. Less than a year. Yeah, but... When that, in 2014? Yeah, that kind of makes a difference. Obviously, it was 2014. 2014. But... You're Beam. just not going to say... Um, I'm trying to find out when it was released. Oh, okay. October 15th, 2014. I have until October 15th to watch it. That's when it was released. Okay? Yeah, but that was like the wide release, right? Yes, but still, <laughs> that's when I will watch it. I will watch it by October 15th. I have until then. And then it has been out for a year. And if I watch it before then, before then, I want some kind of an apology and maybe a cake. Nope. And a trophy. Nope. At least give me the apology. No. Deal. <laughs> There's been a lot of movies named Whiplash. Really? Like a lot. Yeah. I see was in a movie called Whiplash. Yep. That sounds about right. Whiplash. Oh, it's a series of videos. Ooh, Zolomon King. Ew. He did the Red Shoe Diaries. 
Gross. You watched that shit. I, so did you. I've seen it. You watched it. We actually, see, the thing is, is that it was on Showtime, right? Was it Showtime? Yeah. Let's see, let's see my house was an HBO house. <laughs> see, we didn't have Showtime in my house. So what, so then you saw Real Sex? Yeah, which is... Gross. Yeah. It's never the people you want to be seeing seeing having sex. Ever. Well, you don't see them having sex. It's just like, this is a weird kink. Like, this, these people like to walk around in diapers. I don't know. This, I saw... <laughs> like, no, I saw this thing. Yeah. It was about um, sex toys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember this very clearly because I was like, holy shit, I can't believe they showed that. So they were in this bar. And like, I can already tell I'm getting judged. <laughs> I was like 16, shut up. <laughs> Uh, they were in this bar, and this lady's giving this big old demonstration of sex toys. And like, like you know, there's the regular dildos, and there's the ones with like the 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 shocker part, mm-hmm. where it's got like a little heely lead on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Attached to the main shaft. Mm-hmm. Well, after they do the demonstration, then she's like showing how strap-ons work. So then everything's fine, and then it's it's the after part after the demonstration. We're hanging on the bar drinking, and like everybody's just it's like clearly this is gonna turn into an orgy in a about seven minutes so hbo guys are like we need to film whatever the fuck we can we need to get the fuck out of here we're all going to jail so right as the that segment is coming to an end you can tell things are kind of getting out of hand because there's like people like just randomly like like there's a lot of lesbian couples because it's like a sex fair you know it's like sex toys and shit and so like like girls are like you know sucking on each other's chesticles and then it cuts to the end of the bar and at the end of the bar, there's two couples literally getting it on <laughs> with strap-ons. The first couple you see is this, like, you know, more butch-ish lesbian just giving it to her with a strap-on, her 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 lipstick lesbian girlfriend. I mean, and, you know, she's, she's giving her a sound drubbing, okay? <laughs> Immediately to their left, there's a dude, and he is fucking taking it from his girlfriend with a strap-on. Like, she is ramming it, like, it's it poking through the top of his throat. Mm-hmm. And she's wailing on this guy. And he's just like, oh, oh, I'm like, cut! Go! Run now! We got it! Everybody out! Let's go! I just remember seeing that, and I was like, I kind of want to pause it at the exact right moment, because I don't want to, like, do stuff to the wrong pictures. But you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 And so I was just like, I can't believe HBO showed that. And then it, like, it faded to black, and the credits came up, and I was like, What? Yeah, no, I have a I have a friend who used to do that as a job. Do it's like, what as a job? Because it's they had it's it's like um, what's that what's that uh, like it's like that makeup pyramid scheme thing. Oh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. It works. Mary Kay. Oh. Where they and, like go to your house and they're like. Yeah, Mary Kay. They have a little party. Oh, I like, know. I actually have an aunt who's an extremely successful Mary Kay salesman. She's like the one who made it. Have okay. You, does she have a pink car? She does, yeah. She's Dope. Like, uh, she's made a lot of fucking money. She's made over a million dollars. Nice. She's made, yeah, and she's been doing it for like 30 years. But okay. she's like, she's hustled in her day, yeah. you know? Yeah. But go on. I get you. I get so what, what I'm saying is, so they have... They have sex toys for that, correct? Just, where you have yeah, like so a... it's, it's exactly the same thing, but sex toys. Mm-hmm. And my understanding of this is, yeah, it gets a little out of hand. At uh, the parties? Sometimes. Yeah, as I understand it, that, yes. I've, I've, I've heard similar stories where like, and again, this was what I heard from a bunch of wives who are married to police officers that I know that they had one of those parties. It was like a sex toy demonstration party and things got completely out of hand. And some of those wives don't come to the poker games anymore <laughs> because as I understand it, they were all fucking each other. 
with toys. Yeah. And other accoutrements, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of weird things just happening. Yeah, and my and my, you know, my friend, who's a female. I was gonna say I don't see males still <laughs> female. female. Like her and <laughs> the way she put it was she was like, Yeah, you need to you need to get the sales down, like written down, taken care of before the musk gets in the air. I was like I don't know what the fuck are you talking about. Okay. Before the, the, the fog musk. of fuck beams <laughs> yeah. like, makes everything damp. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't ever want to walk into a room with a bunch of people and uh, it's everything like awkward and everyone's uncomfortable and it's just very like damp in the air. I'm like, y'all aren't fucking. I'm just going to walk right back out. Yeah. Like, nope. That's I'm... why I never want to go like when dudes go to get a steam. Like at a country club or something, like, I'm gonna go get a steam. Well, have fun, fucko. Like, I'm not going with you. Like, I'll stay dirty. Thank you. Yeah. I'll go sit in the sun and sweat more. No thanks. I'm all set. Yeah. I don't get that. It seems very. People do, like, business deals in there and stuff. Yeah. I don't see... conduct business deals. I'm <clears throat> fine. See, here's the thing. <laughs> you probably don't know this because you've probably never had to, like, deal with, like, a like change room, like, a locker, like, locker room kind no, of thing, or, like, a pool or. Well, okay. well, like when you were in gym in high school, didn't you have to change in front of other girls? No, because I wasn't, um, because I didn't go to public high school. And then I didn't take, I didn't take, I was homeschooled. Oh, okay. And then I, in high school, like the end of high school, when I was in school, no, I did not. Okay. I didn't take PE. <laughs> oh, you'll never know the joys of having to change in front of other no but well, girls see, don't see, do that much anyway like see, I, none of my friends ever did there's there's a point and I, and I haven't figured out when it is and it's, it's literally the only thing i'm terrified about getting old is there's a point in a man's brain in, in, in like at a certain age where he's just like i don't care if anybody sees my balls like <laughs> it's totally fine they're just like they got like their leg up on a bench <laughs> no. and they're just like Hey-o. they're just like fucking Airing it out, having a conversation with someone else yeah. at the same time. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. I worked like, at a pool, like putting, so I, I understand the ladies sweaty. would just sort of, at some point, I, I was like, uh, like with my bathing suit fully on, like uh, get all the you know chlorine off, and these ladies are just stripping down to nothing, and I'm just yeah, they just don't give uh, a shit. And I'm like 15, and like this is gross. I don't want to see this, but I'm probably How gonna be old you. Anywhere between 40 and 80. You're all 40 and dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, and see, that's the thing. Is that's that, like, fun. You see, gravity works on guys, too. Yeah. As they get older. And and your your balls hang real low, and they hang to your, they stick to your thighs. Yeah, you're just kind of, you're, like, in a, you're, you're like, in a, in this, like, changing room, and they're, like, having a conversation, and you, like, like expected to see like Quasimodo just like swinging from it, like <laughs> like you're like fucking what is? Uh, I don't want to ever want to get old. I almost got into a into a fight with a kid at school in the locker room while we were all changing, and I was like, you know what, I can't fight somebody in his underwear, because it was this kid that nobody Sword liked. <laughs> and you take it there. Um, nobody liked this kid. He was a real fucking douche, and he was still wearing tidy whities at like sixteen. Like who's wearing fucking nut huggers at sixteen? You're either in boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. Or you're in boxer shorts, like like you're supposed to. Right. Okay? Or if you're wearing briefs, they're not white. They're maybe black or some kind of purple color, you know, like Marty McFly and Back to the Future. You never know. Okay? Okay. 
But everybody's making fun of him, and I started making fun of his tidy whities, and of course everybody jumped in. And so he picked up his skateboard, and he's like, I'm going to fucking hit you with this. I'm like, oh, come on, let's go. And he, like, of course, backed down. Everyone's like, no, oh, come on, come on, come on. Because <laughs> that like, goes into your theory that people don't actually want to fight. Correct. And I was like, I don't know if I want to get hit in the face with a fucking skateboard. Yeah. Like, I have, like, six teeth. I'm going to hang on. So then, as I was, like, getting ready to fight, and I was, like, getting, like, stupid, all, I can do this. I was thinking, I was like, what happens if we're scrambling, and something <laughs> flops out, and it's on me? Like, even if I win the fight, it was like, yeah, Robert kicked his ass. His dick was on his forehead, though. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, that guy, his ball sack, right across the eyes. Straight <laughs> Arabian goggle. Like, it happened. We saw it. It's a Roman yeah. war helmet. Well, but, you know, the thing is, though, is that that would probably be the easiest way to get out of a fight. Like, if a fight was about to start, just start stripping off clothes. <laughs> like, a lot, a lot of dudes will, like, pull off their shirt to be all manly about it, but they just keep going. You know, I think you're right. I've seen a I've seen a Facebook video. It was, of course, in some scary part of Asia, where two guys were about to get into a fight. One guy literally takes off his shirt, pulls down his pants. He's butt naked, and like he does this all in like one move. He's like, rah, and he's ready to fight. And the other guy's like, "Oh fuck this! Yes, it's over. It's done." <laughs> like, I'm not going anywhere near a crazy naked man. Yeah. Under no circumstances mm-hmm. am I getting into this fight. This is not happening. Yeah. I think it was like it's like that uh, Brian Posehn bit where he talks about how he wants to like he's gonna start because he sleeps naked mm-hmm. but he's gonna start wearing a baby mask to, to bed. So if anybody ever like an intruder like he doesn't have a gun or anything but he has like a samurai sword. So it's like someone breaks into his house in the middle of the night. He's gonna be like he's gonna be, you know get a samurai sword and he's gonna be standing there naked with a baby mask on more scared than anything and it's like that's just gonna stop that intruder's gonna leave. That's gonna stop everything immediately. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Especially since Brian Hussein's a fucking mutant. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. So this was a weird podcast. Yeah, this got a lot of places I'm not sure it should have gone. This is going to be one of those podcasts like wherein bad things are said and admitted. And I don't know this is the ones where you like really use the editing tools. I don't think you should edit any of it. I think you should. Just put it all up raw. No. Raw. Okay. Well, at least the audio portion will just be straight. Just on iTunes, yeah. straight filth. Yeah, God. Uncensored. Buggery. Yeah. Gross. It wasn't that bad. Jeez. Do you not know? Well, obviously you don't, but like my family and. Are like, they gonna listen to this? I sure as hell hope not. Well, in case they do, hi Becca's family. Hi. Hi Robert. Ninety-nine percent of the foul stuff you heard tonight was because of me. She didn't do it. As you can see, she's disgusted and exhausted. Okay. <laughs> And not in the fun way. <laughs> okay? In the kind of like, oh my god, I can't believe I know this person way. And that person is me. He's been respectful. He's been the perfect gentleman. I have not. You can blame me. She tried to rein it in. Would you agree? I would agree. Okay. Didn't happen. So all of this is my fault. Usually I apologize. Because evidently I'm the devil. Not really. No, I'm talking sex and blame for like all this bad shit that happened tonight. Oh, were you just gonna fall on the sword now? You know, that's so typical of you. <laughs> right? So typical. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of weeks ago we were talking about how if you like apologize. Oh, like white knighting? 
Yeah. No, it wasn't Venom White Knight. No, no, no. I'm I'm just making a joke because of this thing. All right. Well, we're done. This has to stop because he's already been mad at me from the beginning of this. And I have said almost nothing today. It's true, but why do you think I'm always mad at you? Because this is your... You, for a little bit there, you would not look me in the eye. Oh my god, you're such a liar. No, no, no. This is... Okay. This is me. This is my head. This was him. And I would even talk. He wouldn't ignore me. And then... He would, if I, like, really made a big sting, he would go, and then look back at you. You're such a liar. I'm not. When you go through the footage, you'll be able to see it. Because you literally, here's my head, here's Chris. <laughs> like, don't look at her, don't look at her, she's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and no point did I ever consider you scary. And I hate when you do that, you're like, oh, he's just mad at me. You do that about me all the time. You're always like, oh, she's just mad at me. She's so annoyed with me. She's so grossed out by me. And I'm literally, none of those things have come through my head at all until you say that. Anyway, this is a completely altruistic gesture where I'm trying to, like, make sure your family understands that you're not a godless student. I was just making a joke. You don't understand my humor, and I clearly don't understand. That's not actually true. My humor is very, very easy. But I'm just, I'm trying to make an excuse for the fact that I don't understand you sometimes, and mm-hmm. you clearly don't understand me 99% of the time. Oh, so now I'm stupid. No, I'm just saying my sense of self. You got it. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. No, no, wait. No, I'm no, done. No, don't leave. I also really need to pee. Okay, so. well then I guess that's it. Bye, everybody. <laughs>